This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Hey guys, it is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, 625 Tuesdays. We've been celebrating professionalized wrestling. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm ready to have uh, some fun with you guys, some special guests in here, some special announcements happening tonight. First, let's go down the, 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 the crew line here. First of all, Larry is with us. What's up? You got your artistic angle that keeps going yes. out of focus that I need to fix in a moment. Well, you got an audience member behind you. Hey, it's that sign guy from all the local indie wrestling shows, Andrew, joining us in the background. Thanks for coming. He's got a thumbs up. He's got a thumbs up for you guys on audio out there. Uh, but he's there because it's... Uh, he speaks with his signs. He, he speaks with his signs, and they're... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hanging out back there with Sasha and Shawn Michaels. Uh, but uh, <laughs> also with us on the line, joining us from Johnstown, PA, Flood City, USA, it is. Nope, that's the wrong one. Bobby F. J-Town. Hi, a tree fell at work yesterday. What? <laughs> a tree fell at work yesterday outside of my office. My, Bobby, we got to talk about your intros. Uh, is... what, what? It's my life. <laughs> it's now or never. I'm in Johnstown. Aren't you concerned about flooding? There was almost a flood again. Flash floods everywhere. Yeah, Please like so. like every we week. Just assume, we just assume that Johnstown's it's, underwater. But I've known yeah. you for like 10 years living in Johnstown, and you haven't floated away yet, so I'm becoming less and less concerned. Yesterday was close. <laughs> oh, was this the big one? It was the big one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm coming, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> also, so, yeah, also with us. Down. From the greater from greater uh, Pittsburgh area himself, he is the proprietor at Riz Plays Games. He is the Riz. I would use the same intro that I used for Austin Castle earlier, uh, but the sun is like away right now, so I can't really melt. Uh, but hi, Sorg. Welcome. Use my thank you for having me back on the show. Yeah, thank you're a co-host. Why are you okay? Sure. Thank <laughs> you for having me back on the show, Sorg. <laughs> All right, and with us, we got a crew in studio. Uh, Larry, our guest, our our, our audience member. Uh, we can give that plural in the next few day, few 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 episodes. Sure. Uh, Marcus Mann is back with us. I don't have a monitor, so I don't know if I'm on camera. Or you're not. good. You're good. You'll see it in a moment <laughs> up there on the Facebook. That's good. That's good. Oh. <laughs> the camera's over here. Just oh, look, okay. Just, hey, just look, just look at me. Oh, hey just, guys. Hey, hey guys. And um, Marcus Mann in his lime arita yeah, that dude. he. We painstakingly made sure I spelled correctly, despite not being a sponsor on the show. Well, it's a sponsor of me and my life. Um, <laughs> it's it's how me, he gets by. It's getting me through these 12 steps. Okay. Um, oh. I got to say, Sorg, by the way, it's very convenient that uh, you, Sorg, are in the Sorgatron Media Studios. It's a convenient thing that you bought a studio that had the same name. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. It worked out that way. It's really it? bizarre. It's almost like... It's uh, it, yeah. It's almost like I made up my own origin. <laughs> How'd that happen? Yeah, 
it, I think it's, it's fantastic. It's, 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 it's quite, quite a coincidence, but it suits, it suits you. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, of course, Mark is representing Rise Wrestling with a Y. They have air conditioning, as we were discussing before. We do, we do. Yes, and you can join them this uh, this Saturday uh, down there in Lamont Furnace, PA. Uh, but we also have a very big announcement coming up later on the show. We will. There you go. I'm going to hold that. Yeah, we're going to hold, we'll hold on that to that the for second a hour. Bit. Yes, the second. That's called a tease in the radio world, you guys. See, <laughs> I never even went to school for this shit. Uh, and also with us, uh, in a supportive nature, I believe, is Matt the Reaper Connard, also, also a fellow podcaster. Hey now. Hey. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> Need that championship belt back. There it is. There it is. Wait, are you are is your podcast back yet? Yeah. I haven't seen any new episodes cross. <laughs> I got a couple banks. I just got to edit them. Oh, you just got to back. I was okay. seeing them. I'm seeing you back there with the equipment backstage. Yeah, but I have like, Wrestle, wrestles with death. Yeah. Nothing's uh, come across my subscription feed. I just keep listening to my episode over and over again, waiting for the next one. You got a lot of time to kill. You're doing that, <laughs> you know. And I gotta call because you did. You did your like kind of five minute. This is what's going on with the podcast, mm-hmm. and this is the deal, and this yeah. is why you haven't had any episodes. And like I, I listened to it, and I feel like it was just an excuse to play that theme music on the internet. You're not wrong. Okay, okay, I knew it. I knew it. I could just listen to that in my personal home as much as I wanted to, but but you want to share it with the world. Something about that with the internet out, world that fade out. <laughs> And you don't even use those entrance music. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes no sense. Well, yeah. you, you, what do you think he is, Colt Cabana? Yeah. Yeah. No one yeah. should be Colt Cabana. <laughs> Jeez. Well, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I, I like Colt. I think nice I guy. introduced everybody here. Oh, Larry is serving as executive producer, co-executive producer Thank capacity you. tonight because uh, Mayhem Missy is out in California right now. Larry's yep. our Liberty Bell. Yep. You're, I'm what? If you watch season two, Glow, you'll get that. We're not there yet. Oh, actually, I did get to that part. Oh, I did finish the first episode. Now I think about it. But <laughs> I think you need to go back. I might and have dozed it off, too. and then I, I woke back up and finished it, which is a short show. So there's no really no excuse. It's not like it's altered carbon or something or uh, Westworld. Um, oh, I got to catch up on Westworld. I know, right? I got Man, like four episodes left. I'm after, maybe I'll watch it after while I'm Where editing this program. Um, <laughs> I had total opportunity to do it this week because uh, I was like alone in the house, like nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to catch up on Westworld. And then That's I just what, yep. then I just watched all the Jurassic Parks yep. instead. What? Oh. <laughs> oh. And, and re-listen to your own podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was my week. <laughs> this is the wrestling. Welcome to the Westworld Mayhem Show. Uh, you can check us out. Thank you for intro music from our friend Basic Sickness at BasicSickness.com. Uh, check out his music videos on his YouTube page. And, of course, uh, you can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, all the Mayhem Show network of shows. Hit us up at the email address. Good times. Good times, Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com really or 412-206-WMS0 if you wanted uh, you know, a regale us with questions with your sexy voice. Uh, also, hit us up on Twitter at Mayhem Show, the Facebook page and group for Wrestling Mayhem Show. A lot of great conversations happening over there. A great community and a lot of you guys joining us in the chat room live on the Facebook Live on Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook um and i'll get the program notes later but you can also please subscribe to us video and audio formats on apple Podcasts, youtube stitcher google music and wherever fine podcaster type things are found uh if we're not on your podcast app or website please let us know at any of those contacts we just talked about like that email address 
Thank you. At WrestlingMamShow.com. I know I kind of threw you off about coming back to it. I just want to see if you guys were paying attention. That, that wasn't in the notes. It wasn't in the notes. No. Stick to the notes. I don't, don't throw the dice at me. Stick to the notes. Don't throw the dice at me. But of course, we're live on Facebook Live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you to our streaming partners. No, we're not, No, we're, we're past that part. I swear, we're not going to go back to it. Good times. Okay. Good times again. Uh, you can also uh, check us out. Too hard. Our streaming partner, our buddies <laughs> on the West Coast, the405media.com, is carrying us every night, seven days a week at 9 p.m. Pacific time, midnight Eastern time. You can fall asleep. <laughs> Sorry, they just nodded to somebody watching. <laughs> <laughs> She looked real interested. Oh, oh, I think was I, was that Sparkle Pants? I don't know. Be careful. There's some women of the night out there. So watch who you're giving the head nod. Hey, we're partying. Hey now. Hey now. Uh, anyways, you can help with that. Those kinds of endeavors at Patreon.com/slash/WrestlingMayhemShow as well. Thank you to our Patreon supporters. Um, and I have some bad news for Patreon here after this. But thank you at our fan show dollar level. Our friend Bo Diggity. Woo. Ed Burke, Bobby oh, no. FJ Town, <laughs> Tina Keys, and the Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's Foundation for Podcast Betterment, and at the Pocky Club $5 level. What the hell did we talk about before the show? I, I think we talked about your La Marita mostly, uh, but some other That's fun stuff That's all I talked about. Yeah, there you go. You get that at the Pocky Club, Occupy Pro Wrestling, Christopher Bishop, Bradley Ruthers, and uh, Doc Remedy, and at the Pizza Club $10 level, good friends that get state of the show, which I think I'm behind on recording. I owe you guys one. Billy Johnson and J.D. Jones, and Again, you guys can support the show there at patreon.com slash show. So I have some good news, bad news. Good news is we are going to have another Patreon in the bank. That's where we determine which one of you wins the monthly prize for people that contributed for the month of July uh, via a Royal Rumble um, computer controlled. It's better than a random number. Uh, over there, uh, we're going to be streaming that Tuesday. I'm sorry, no, this is Tuesday. Thursday at 4 p.m. on Twitch, on the Sorgatron Media Twitch. Uh, the problem is, Larry, I don't know, is that within reach so you can kind of show us what happened? I, we've been touting this Blockers poster with John Cena on it that was going to oh, be your no. prize. And and I'll still give it to you if don't you want me. it. Um, Larry, I'm, I don't know what happened. I'm so sorry. It got caught in the heat or something, and it, it got like kind of stuck uh-huh. together. I John's face is fine though. John's face is fine. Yeah, regrettably, Ike Baron Fall made it through something. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that is really unfortunate. Why why are there there pieces of paper stuck? It was, it was, it was like stuck behind the desk. And we guys could have got us stuck together. Do I need a glove? To hold this? I don't yeah, know. How, just lay that down gently. If you guys just would have got a stuck on you post. Oh yes, wouldn't be stuck a on you. Hey, it'd be okay. <laughs> That'd be good. It's a so, good movie. It's it, it's very. Good. It's underrated. Greg Kinnear is funny. So so Jared does a decent job in it. <laughs> Rare Frankie Muniz. I am going to throw in. This was going yeah. to be a prize, maybe for Awesome Cast or something originally, but I am going to throw in this. Um, it's not sticky. It's good to see what it is. Which is very funny. That, what is that, Larry? Right, what yeah. is that, Larry? That it's is a sticky, yeah. Tomb Raider poster. Mm-hmm. Or cross. Yes. So yeah. the winner this Thursday, uh, I oh, will give. It? If you'd like, I'll give you. You can cut out John Cena's face and just put that on your wall, or on and, or on Laura oh, Cross' face, or or put, or put John Cena's face on Laura Cross' face. Yeah. But either way, whoever wins this week's um, uh, Battle Royal <laughs> will get uh, both of those posters. And we had this one put aside already for this month because we had a lot of monkey jokes already lined up for it. Uh, but uh, the August uh, Patreon contributors, if you could, anybody that's contributed uh, by the end of July for this, will get uh, dun, 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 a Rampage poster with the Rock what? and a Big Monkey. There with you the go. 30, 
30 foot wolf. Um, there's no 30 foot wolf on the poster, unfortunately. Sorry, guys. Hey, his name is George. George? It's George. Yeah. His name is George. His name is, his name is Dwayne. His name is Dwayne. But Wolf Blitzer. No. No. That was on last So, week. a little bit of controversy. I apologize for that. Um, I'm still figuring out what happened and why the corner of the studio is potentially soggy. And hot. So, and hot and sweaty. And milk, milk was a bad choice. Wow. What are you guys doing in that corner? This is where I. This is where we show, guys. This is where we do this. It was like right over hmm. here and right by the window. How many people and, were you nodding like, out the you, window? Yeah, I was going to say, did you nod to anybody in the studio, outside Thank the studio? Thank you, everybody. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Marcus Mann, as is uh, contra- contractually obligated whenever we have you on the show, yeah. we're going to check on with you, uh, check in with you about how John Cena has been great lately. Oh, man. Did you guys watch that Today Show thing with him talking about... Uh, the Nikki breakup. Doesn't he usually uh, well, do the show with the drunk girls? Yes. With, okay. uh, with Kathy I can't Lee, watch that hour. With no. Kathy Lee and Hoda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I know you are already watching. Just hoping John Cena shows up. That uh, that speech about like their breakup was heart wrenching. Heart wrenching. I felt it. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being legit. Like I like I was watching that going like, oh man, this guy like he put everything into this. Maybe I should watch that Toto Bella show. And I think they hooked me. I think he hooked me. Speaking of Westworld, at least we still got a robot drama on at nine o'clock on Sunday nights. <laughs> I will say this though: um, it is July July third. Mm. We are one day away from uh, the fourth of July. Mm-hmm. I think uh, John Cena is all of our greatest American hero. Uh, as we head into, I think he's a greater American hero than any professional wrestler. I think he's 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 the American guy now, even more than yeah. the Patriot. That yeah, was. oh, way more than the Patriot. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't beat Bret Hart. I was at that Raw. Remember he he announced that Osama bin Laden has been killed. That's yeah, true. Come he on, did. he as, did as if he did it. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, he, you don't know if it. he was involved he or he did. wasn't. He's he a Marine. He, he probably did. He was the Marine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two, like, guys, I just got back from Afghanistan. <laughs> oh no, the, was the Miz Marine too? Yeah, he was, no, that, he was the Marine also. I thought that was Ted DiBiase Jr. was Marine. Oh, that yeah, was, yeah, that yeah. was Ted yeah. DiBiase. Yeah. Yes, Ted so DiBiase. Was three. Was Orton a Marine? Oh no, no, he was uh, a twelve rounds. He was a twelve too. rounds too. He was a twenty-four <laughs> yeah. rounds. Wow. Yeah. Well, Wait, no, he was a Marine. Sorry, you're about to get the dice. Not to go. Wait, am I getting the dice? Is this when we move on? Which one Other than that, it? I know you haven't been watching Raw. No, uh, Raw too long. Uh, well, much Cena hasn't been on. So no, I he don't. hasn't been on. But they did. They did run the the Love commercial again. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. The shortened version of it. Okay. About the, the This Is America yeah, commercial. Yeah, that's a great commercial. It is. It is. Uh, Cena's like. Um, it's, it also seems to pop up after something really horrible happens in politics. Yeah. Which um, is every day. <laughs> <laughs> He's a. Uh, Obviously, Cena's trying to pull back on the wrestling more, but I think he's starting to um, find his next role. I think in this like Today Showy, right? Like, um, like a Michael Strahan type of like. He's okay, the he's the next okay. Al Roker. Yeah, like I think he's gonna do. <laughs> what? Like, I wouldn't be surprised. He's gonna be if... doing the Thanksgiving parade. Yes. is that where we're? Oh, doing? I do. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised in like two years of Cena's doing like Oscar red carpets and stuff like that. 
like interviewing people and doing that type of stuff. Like mm-hmm. I think he's he's transitioning into into a media career. Here Wait, he's not doing bad with movies either. Um, and and, no. and even I gotta give a lot of credit to Batista too. Oh yeah, uh, I just saw Hotel Artemis, and I know that hasn't gotten a lot of spread or love even for the, for the movie that it is, but it was like. It was fun, and Batista was like a good, significant part of that, right? Yeah, and not just like the he was had a little bit of that comedy fun that we get from like Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy, mm. you know, which he's a part of like a whole giant thing, of course, with with that. Um, but like he, you know, whether he's like the heavy or he's like the big huggable monster, like he is in that one um in, in hotel artemis like it, it's cool to see these guys transition in these spots. I think I desperately want Batista back. Like I th- like I think Batista has a weird run in WWE mm-hmm. that um, people don't realize because like Batista is so much more popular with a general audience now than anyone on oh, wrestling yeah. TV. Oh, anyone yeah. in wrestling right now, outside of say Cena and Lesnar, will probably have a little more. But Batista's broken out in a general populace a lot more. Honestly, I could see a time where The Rock comes back and does another run too. When yeah. he, but but the yeah. thing is, he doesn't have to, and it's no. when he wants to. Yeah, I I think Batista like honestly, I think there is a lot of money in a Batista Brock Lesnar match that they haven't got to yet, um, because Brock Lesnar sells, uh, and Batista can sell with the general populace. Way it more. is, it is because and they never work, and people will see that as a Brock Lesnar UFC guy versus Drax the Destroyer. Like that is yeah. how no matter what you market it as yeah. in the general people's eyes they're seeing a marvel crossover and, and these are two guys that trained together in ovw and never mm-hmm. had uh like a wwe match mm-hmm. so like there's a lot of money i think in that and what we say money because it doesn't mean pay-per-view buys it means like just general interest in the company and things yeah like that. yeah a lot of a lot of stock as far as that goes <laughs> yeah yeah uh so like i know i'm way off topic because we know we're supposed to talk about john cena but i'm really <laughs> excited no i've always i've wanted batista back for a long time i thought mm. i think he would have a big mania match i think he's got like one big mania match left in him he got caught in a weird time when he came back too yeah so it's it's everything on paper should have worked but it was that weird cm punk thing it was a weird daniel, daniel bryan, bryan. Thing. He wasn't Daniel Bryan. The crowd <laughs> mm-hmm. got very voice, you know. The weird thing is, is like as soon as they turned on him, Batista kind of this attitude of like, okay, and immediately yeah. he was way more likable. So good, you know. I mean, at least he's smart enough to do that. He was just like, oh, okay, you guys turned on me, great, cool, mm-hmm. and just embraced it and like was funny and the promos were good. And then the the great thing that came out of it is they got the Shield and Evolution run, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, those matches are amazing. Uh, way better than uh, anything else that was on. And that's no offense to Daniel Bryan because he was the champ. But um, they had, those uh, six-man matches were way better than anything else that was on TV at the time. Um, so I think Batista's got another run left. I would love to see Batista. I'd love to see Batista and Cena one more time. Batista and Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Batista and Orton probably not. It's, uh, there's been enough time. I think you could do something there. I'll watch Triple H wrestle anyone, so... And you will in Australia. It happens to be against... Oh, wait, that's Undertaker, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be last time ever. Is Triple this, H, is this another end of an era? Triple H versus uh, Undertaker in Australia. Oh, the di- last time ever. It's a different era. Upside down. Yeah. Or the third They're, They wrestle upside Probably down. Yes, they wrestle because it's Australia. The, Everything's uh, upside down. The best thing about the end of an era match is, uh, if you check it, uh, since that match, both Triple H and Undertaker have been on every WrestleMania since. Huh. <laughs> so that huh. hasn't been an end of an era in any sort of way at all. Huh. 
Yeah. Uh, did Taker miss one Mania? No. No. No, he's made them all. And Hunter's made them all, too. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So it was not in any way, shape, or form. It manner. has been. Like, we, we think about when we get close. It's like, okay, how do we work Triple H into this year's... Yep. Right. That that one's my favorite. And also uh, the uh, John Cena versus The Rock once in a lifetime. And then they just did it year after. hey <laughs> Is this is this all you're here for tonight? Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. And, and, and a plug remix pro. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love having Matt with me. This is just it's awesome. It's your Ed McMahon. We're just taking notes on what hey, we're gonna talk about on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh this is all right. mostly half an hour on stuck on you. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated, man. <laughs> Welcome to the does a good job. That was a very good job. It was a good movie. One of my favorite parts of that movie, real quick, is there's a moment (laughs) where Cher's like walking out, Mm. and I think it's, uh, is it Bob Odenkirk or something? I can't remember who it is. It's like, hey, Cher, um, there's people outside. And he's like, oh, Cher's like, okay, like thinking they want autographs. And she opens the door, and there's one dude who just goes, oh, shit, it's Cher. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) It's absolutely brilliant. Watch the movie just for that. Oh. All right. Oh, producer Larry threw threw the dice at you for for going off topic for share. Careful for with those share, tangents, though, man. But yeah, man, I was in Wendy's yesterday, and uh, I'm going to turn back time. Was just blasting in there, and you know when like it's playing, and then you go to the bathroom, and it's like really blaring. Yeah, that's an experience. Uh, She's in Mamma Mia too. It's going to be a hit. <laughs> yeah, she was in Burlesque. Yeah, She's got a career. You know, three three witches of Eastwick. Um, Mamma Mia two is going to make money. Watch. Here we go again. <laughs> Hot takes. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I can't. Uh, I can't. I can't not bring up Raw last night getting shitty at the end. As a, <laughs> I, I didn't watch the product, but I'm assuming you're <laughs> referring to a certain porta potty incident. Yeah, there's a porta potty incident at the end. Of course, uh, I didn't watch it. So describe the porta potty. Is this similar to the, um, uh, what were they called? Spirit Squad. With the no, raining poop. No, 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 no. It was it, a little different. It was, it was more like uh, running away with Santa's sleigh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or, or sled dogs, too. Okay. Uh, oh, fuck. we saw that on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, what? what was that? What? Oh, snow dogs. Snow dogs. Snow, snow dogs. dogs. With snow the dogs, snow dogs, too. Yeah, too. Even snow yep. yep. Wow. Um, yeah, Boy. so Kevin Owens uh, hid in a porta potty because we're continuing the Wiley, Carto- Wiley, Wiley Coyote cartoon that is the Braun and, and, and Kevin Owens feud, which I think is going to end up in a cage at Extreme Rules. That makes sense. Which makes well, sense. That, he's running away. You know, okay. Um, segment, now, if one of them doesn't fall off a cliff and the other beeps away, it's not that, a real cage. That exactly. actually feels like, and this is a weird thing to say, of like, they were like, well, what are we doing for Extreme Rules? And they're like, why don't we do Braun and uh, Kevin in a cage? And they're like, well, why would we do that? And it's like, well, let's write it. Yeah, let's figure out why they're in a cage because we want to do a cage match. It yeah. feels like that's what it is, which and I haven't like watched a, any of it. Which but. seems like a lot of it because uh, yeah. well, it was this part because I don't think they've announced the cage, but the local commercial is still showing the five way that got canceled, mm-hmm. and but also has the cage listed, and I don't think has an opponent for AJ on it. Um, when the the one that was shown in the group, maybe I don't know if you'd seen that one. Don't know. No, it, it didn't didn't say anything about AJ. Okay. Uh, or maybe just like AJ Styles also there. It's like, oh. and they, Cards, the, the, the multi-man match that was scheduled was a six-man tag match. Or no, it was a six-pack challenge. Six-pack challenge, yeah. No, no, like the early beginning, it was like three on three. But originally, like, remember when they announced Extreme confusing. Rules? They showed a graphic. Uh, it was a Raw before Mania 
of Nakamura, AJ, and Baron Corbin for the title. So yeah, so they've gone. You know, and you know, there's there's long plans. There's things that change. Sure. Um, that's fascinating of like what like them have to advertise in media markets like yeah. so far in advance and it's like well what do we do it's like yeah we're gonna do that and like it's such a lie mm-hmm. they're just lying to local media markets we're like eh, <laughs> we're probably something like this right you know it is oh it absolutely is or they advertise like like the the, the dark match of like there's gonna be a six-man tag with with all these people right yeah. and you don't get anything because they decided to have a really killer match yeah. you know like last week i'm sure there was no dark match after uh uh was a seth and ziggler had that amazing um, match last week yeah so like there was there just you know i, I don't feel like one. they did a dark match after the porter potty incident oh yeah there's one after <laughs> oh, that yeah. they might have dragged kevin owens out of there with all the blue shit all over him and he and still performed a match oh yeah everybody he hits their finisher on him the dark, dark match. yeah or yeah. you know maybe the ref you know maybe the ref hit like hit a finish on hit a super kick on him or something that like sounds that. like a go Smackdown home to me saw. dude can I, yeah can i say something yeah. about that segment yeah go, go ahead bobby the, the porta potty segment it had vince mcmahon written all over it mm-hmm. that being said it was extremely fun it was fun <laughs> it was i enjoyed it vince is, it was vince like, is funny we're, we're um mm-hmm. pardon my pun, shitting all over <laughs> it but it wasn't that bad no it was, was like the only the only questionable part i still have and I don't know if it's just me or what. Did the WWE get? Does WWE have a valet system there? <laughs> they do or was not. That just they do like, now. They do like, not. Like, I'm just, I was just looking at it. I'm like, it's the second time in a row. I'm like, they're really getting over this valet. Like we take yeah. care of our people mm-hmm. thing. But we had I, Alex Miller said that at that arena, arena in San Diego last week that that is where they put the valet for hockey games. Huh. Like that yeah. is a legitimate thing for hockey games but i've never seen noticed heard of anything uh no people that have been backstage that might be amongst us say no um, that they have valets to like park the guys cars <laughs> i don't no. think so no. No. no they don't no i do remember uh back in uh one random pay-per-view i think it was like a couple couple years ago uh was it kane and daniel bryan were wrestling i can't remember it was in pittsburgh uh ryan rain former uh indie wrestler was like dressed as a valet uh, backstage, <laughs> was he a rosebud? No, he was just he was just like the valet next to the parking lot, uh-huh. and then uh, Kane walked like they fought to the back, and then Kane punched him in the face. Uh, and the story was that Kane came up to him and was like, uh, "Could you take a headbutt?" And Rain goes, "That's gonna suck." Okay, but yeah, sure, I'll take it. And then like he thought the headbutt was coming, and he just kind of like throat punched him, and he was like, "Oh, that was way better." <laughs> like I thought he was gonna like headbutt the shit out of me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they would have like he was dressed up as a valet, so I like they apparently want to give the impression that they valet, but they do not. There's uh, no- you know, it's a little bit of uh, hey, these are big superstars, you know, you know the, the, yeah. the Shinsuke Nakamura has completely got his own dressing room yeah. where he forgets English in front of, you know, it, it, it just he also has a dog. He also has a what dog. The... But, by Where's the way, how do they not capitalize no, on a dog kennel match now? Yeah. You gotta get how do they not reveal AJ was behind this, this whole story? thing and it turns into a dog kennel match? If they don't, I'm just going to continue to not watch the product. <laughs> Solid line in the sand. Solid line in the sand. I always like the car pull up stuff. Yeah. They did that for, uh, I think it was like a random clash of the champions where like everyone pulled up 
And like there was like Bischoff, I think when his interview would like interview him as they got out of the cars. Mm-hmm. And I think something like uh, totally Blanchard like jumps Barry Windham or something. Like this is an old Clash of Champions. Are we talking? <laughs> oh, okay. This is like an old Clash of Champions. <laughs> we switched to WCW talk. Yeah, 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 this yeah. is like Clash, maybe like ninety or ninety one or mm-hmm. somewhere around that area. But like I always like that kind of feel of like guys pulling up and someone would take your car because they're important and they're stars. Mm-hmm. Um, I would give that impression. Like. Um, for a while, like Raw and Nitro always opened with like someone in a limo. Yeah. Now they like they only do that for Vince now. Yeah, Vince is the only one with any He's money. The they've they've like established that that all of these guys are poor now. <laughs> They're in big... <laughs> and in need of their job, and will do anything yeah. to do it, like Big Show crying. Yeah. yeah. Like Dean Ambrose is only in jeans. Like, like where is he gonna go? Japan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, Vince is the only one with money. These guys are poor saps who got suckered into independent contractor gigs. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and they don't have limos anymore. They hired all the shield guys to do security. <laughs> like, you guys are big enough. Go on out there. Yeah, there you go. Double double booking. Uh, <laughs> Someone likes the WCW talk. Yeah. I see you. I see you. Yeah, that's over in the chat room for sure. Um, but <laughs> stay here a while. Uh, so, uh, well, how about you like this? I think I think most of us are in the age range to kind of be excited about this, or maybe watch the new program. Um, this, this is funny because I. I um, I think uh, Alex Carr has actually shared this in the group um, that uh, um, WWE is taking some PWG uh, uh, ideas with uh, Topanga hanging out with Leo Rush backstage yeah. <laughs> last week. And uh, yeah, I grew up on Boy Meets World. Yeah, Topanga is kind of a big deal to me, uh, mm-hmm. too. So just a little bit of a meeting and a hug. Uh, and I guess this was a this is a thing that she went to and they talk about it a little bit. Uh, when she first saw Leo Rush, I think at a PWG show in this segment too. Um, so uh, that's that's kind of a cool thing that they had up there in this last week. I mean, there are no more there are no more barriers for that company anymore. No, like they're aside from that the uh, this whole Street Fighter thing that it did with the Bucks and Kenny mm-hmm. with New Day. Like there are no like let's not acknowledge this anymore. They no. did a whole mm-hmm. TNA oriented show on Pritchard show on the network. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, mm-hmm. like there's no, they've used nothing's footage. off bounds anymore. They've used footage in, I think it was an AJ, was an AJ styles thing and the Matt Hardy or the Hardy boys thing lately. Yeah. And yeah. they're, they're crediting D- GWN, which mm-hmm. you know, I've said, you know, this means look forward to having TNA footage in your WWE network. Oh subscription yeah. Very, in the very, very near future. Yeah. And we've seen it on, on the surveys and stuff. It's just them getting the, you know, ducks in a row and launching it in yeah. the window. They want to launch And that's it. all Hunter. I'd like to me oh, that's yeah. that's all oh, Triple yeah. H. Did you ever did I ever tell you um, the Triple H story I got from a good friend uh, Ricky Shane Page about um, oh god uh, what's his face the dude is the UK champion uh, Pete Dunn Pete Dunn mm-hmm. uh, about Pete Dunn working uh, the, the UK show so they're over in England mm-hmm. and they asked Pete Dunn to work a WWE show in England and he's like I can't I got progress that night like I already told progress I'm going to be there. Like, I have to do it. And Triple H is like, well, no, we want you to do progress. Just do both. And he's like, well, there's no way. Like, they're at the opposite sides of the country. And England isn't a big country. But, like, to drive it is, like, a more than a couple hours, like, to go from one to another. And Triple H goes, oh, that's fine. I'll just, we'll just use the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> so he worked the WWE show, went up, got in a helicopter, and they flew him on a WWE hel- helicopter to make a progress show. We invented teleportation so you can go to your next show. That and Hunter was like, no, no, you'll make that day. We want you to do progress. We want you to be yeah. out in a in England and be be with that title at progress and do that type of stuff. The entire mentality of the company has changed. Mm-hmm. The fact that like 
that Vince wouldn't even acknowledge that there was another like wrestling existed outside of WWF for how long. And now Triple H is like, no, no, we'll get you to that progress show. Yeah. We'll make sure that you get there. Like everything's changed. And so much, I think is him specifically and in his vision of what the company is. And and it's not like they're, 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 it's not like they're they're playing ball with everybody. It's very no. like it's evolve, which is you yes. know somebody somebody's behind that who did television yeah. knows what he's doing. Like they're seeing the organization. Yeah. If you're wondering why there's not more promotions that they're they're working with, uh, look behind the scenes. I'd yeah. say right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it takes a lot to say, hey, these guys have a ducks in a row, have their the media presence, and da 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 da. Yes. You know, have the talent, do the right thing. You know, it, it checks a certain amount of boxes for them. Evolve is one. Progress has become the other one because mm-hmm. they let Chris Hero work uh, prog- like one of the progress tournaments and stuff like that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if PWG eventually comes under that umbrella. Oh, yeah. Um, just uh, because of what their company is and what they can do with I it. I don't think so. Really? I wouldn't. I wouldn't they are very it. secure in their own thing. Like they know how valuable they are. They know what they know what their market is. Yeah. It's the reason they haven't tried to expand. Well, yeah, it's the reason they've stayed in Reseda for years, yeah. which they just moved out of, mm-hmm. but it's because they outgrew that building, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. not like touring; they're going just to no. But I think I think I think their footage and their library and stuff like that, he'll eventually like mm-hmm. make and be like, you can work their shows. Mm. Like it's fine for you know a Pete Dunn or a Chris Hero or those guys like down at NXT that are like in and out. To go work those shows, like, and then, like, and not be mad about it. Because mm. um, I think, like, eventually that's that's the deal is, I think, as NXT becomes its own brand and its own thing, he's going to have to find the next thing and it's evolve. It's those types of companies that he can work with eventually. Mm. But I'm still, I'm still under the impression that they're eventually going to do hubs. We'll talk about that another time. Mm. I think they're going to do, a, like training centers and different hubs across the u.s they'll make kind of like how they're opening them internationally now so mm-hmm. now it's not just everybody comes to orlando yeah. you have a giant thing which i think we know, there's going to be a like a chicago hub an right. la hub a right. houston or dallas like, hub does ring of honor do this a little bit well they have their camps they have camps which are but they they, they travel those around a little bit i think it's going to be like it'll probably be like la we'll say houston where like booker t runs right uh philadelphia chicago like like those types of markets. And I think it's going to be the death nail of the training school for independence. Cause I think it's going to be one of those things. Because why like, would you, why would you, tra- yeah. why would you train in Pittsburgh when you could just drive to Philly and go to the WWE school? Makes sense. Why would you train at, you know, in Iowa when you just drive to Chicago, right. like X, Y, and Z. Right. I think it's, that's, that's the next big step I think for them. Huh. And that's, that's way years down the road. I'm predicting in a, like in the year two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something. That's something definitely to discuss oh, here <laughs> in future weeks. Hey, I want to discuss Love something. It. Our good sponsor of ours, a good friend of ours, Slice on Broadway, right up the street here in Beachview. Uh, of course, four locations around the Pittsburgh area at PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates, Carnegie PA, and the East End, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the greatest pepperoni pizza for a good long time. Please check them out. Let them know the mayhem sent you, and please don't do anything destructive to their doors. Thank you very much. SliceOnBroadway.com. Okay. Um, so, Larry. Yep. <laughs> I put you on the rundown. I saw it because we had we had a watching experience today. I thought we could yep. talk about uh, that leads into another one we we discussed earlier. So so I've been putting you know it's just me here in the studio. You visit, 
Yep. Uh, <laughs> you come up whenever something needs to dry. Or... I'm like the mailman at Mr. Rogers. You, you... <laughs> you stop by every now and then. Mr. McFeely. Yeah. You're Mr. McFeely? Sure, why not? Okay. Um, but, He's a uh, Pittsburgh legend. Well, yes. Larry? Yeah, no. we know. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Is his name Larry McFeely? The character, actually? McFeely. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I feel like it is. I need to watch that movie. <laughs> but anyways, so I've been, I decided, you know, I, I put on some wrestling, and, you know, at first I went to the Twitch feed for Impact Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> and, Larry, and Larry got to watch a little bit of Impact Wrestling with me on his breaks. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sure so did. so you haven't seen any of this before. No. No, I went, no. I was just wanting to get kind was, of your take on what we're, where were we watching? We were watching, what was it, it was the ladder match with, uh, He's not Mr. Kennedy anymore. Jeff Hardy and Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson and yes. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was interesting. The it was it was shot really weird. And I believe it was the Against All Odds pay per view, which was still at Universal Studios. Yeah, yeah. So. It it felt like a studio show, mm-hmm. but it also it felt like they were shooting a big studio show, very small. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like like all the camera shots and stuff were like all like didn't have a first name. What? Mr. McFeely didn't have, didn't <laughs> have a first name. I Googled it real quick. I was like, does Mr. McFeely have a first name? And no, he doesn't. He does not. We'll just say it's we'll Larry. We'll say it's Larry. We'll say it's Larry. Larry. It McFeely. feels like Larry McFeely is it right. Does. Yeah. It does. It feels sounds, like it. It sounds appropriate. It feels right in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. I can't but dispute anyways. that. Yeah. Hey-o. Uh, hey. Um, yeah, they, yeah, TNA sh- shoots their shit weird. <laughs> or at least they did. At least they did around uh, 2012, I think, when that in, happened. And water is wet as news. <laughs> <laughs> TNA Was shoots their shit weird. Right, you are. Sir. Like Battlefield Earth. What's that? Is it, was it slanted like Battlefield Earth was shot? No, no. It's just like, like the the camera sideways. moved a little too much for your for your liking. Yeah. And a little oh, so too WWE tight on now. everything. Yeah, uh, w- yeah, yeah. No, kind of, no, not that much. What yet. kind? What kind of move? Like in out movement? Like, no, it was Dutch tilt. It, it was it was like you were watching an NFL game in a twenty by twenty ring. Like, oh, with, like the like, panning? Yeah. Oh, they panned a lot. Okay. Yeah. Or yeah. like, or like swing booming. Yeah, swing boom. Yeah. Like, so I remember even back to Fox Sports days. They would start like up here, here and like pan here. over to the entryway. Like, I mean, it's a yeah. cool idea. But there was no was there need for it in that yeah. size studio. Mm-hmm. It was it was too small. Yeah. Yeah. They had that kind of movement. And it wasn't. We were talking about how like well that's not, that's kind of how they shoot at Lucha Underground, but they they make like it's supposed to feel small and underground. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lucha Underground edits their stuff a lot more. There's that too. too. Yeah. And so, like, they're the way they're shooting it and the way they're editing it is more of like a, we'll say like a Re- an eight minute film than a than right. a than a wrestling show. It's a reality show kind of feel to it. Like it, it feels like the same kind of format where um, when we watched American Gladiators when they rebooted it. Yeah. It was that's that's the show. perfect analogy. Yeah. It, felt, I, it felt like the guy on the switch was like four cans of Red Bull and just going. Go to him, and then him, and then him, and then him. Oh, okay. Like, there's a lot, of, a lot of movies. That's yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Even, and it was for a ladder match. Like, yeah. they were climbing the ladder. You don't yeah. need to go to three different camera shots for them to climb Let the it ladder. breathe. Let the shot breathe, man. <laughs> Even outside the panning, they would pan, and then when they would get the close-up for the guy coming out of the tunnel, you could see the cameraman, like, running up the ramp. The camera was shaking because he's trying to get in position yeah. for whoever's coming out. So, like, like, yeah, they go early to the, to the Rome cam. Yeah. That's, that's directing and agenting. Which who knows who was running that at that mm-hmm. time? I believe like college kids or something. Yeah. at the time, like it was. Crazy. I'm gonna blame Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> He's usually the guy to blame. I don't know if Jarrett. Eh, Jarrett may have been there. Though. I doubt he was doing production. No, 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 no. He Actually, was, Bischoff was there for that, right? It, it was Bischoff Hogan era for sure. If Bischoff was there, then Bischoff should have been handling production. Mm-hmm. 
Because that was his forte. Mm-hmm. So he would like. He wasn't running a no, wrestling show. Sure. He must have had a few strawberries. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Stra- they didn't exist. Strawberries? They exist and they're fantastic. <laughs> okay, Limerita. This is the original. It's the original. <laughs> it's the taste of a new generation. <laughs> this is the funny the second time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, anyway, uh, no, but Bischoff boy. was actually very good at production, so it's weird that that sucked. Th- well, was he just drinking and hanging out with Hogan? Or? He might have. He might have been. <laughs> been. He very well could have been. I mean, that was he might have went to go to, like take a dump or something, and Russo got on the <laughs> during the main event <laughs> during the title. Match. Sure, like, TNA, yeah. TNA had a reputation at that time of just like you're gonna make all this money and no one gives a shit. Yeah, because that was the was that was Panda Electric. Full in at that point. Or I was think it so. Just, Definitely, because that's when they were throwing money to Sting and Hogan. Yeah. Okay. You know? So, so Panda Electric were, was really all in at yeah, that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was and like Spike. Spike was actually footing some of the bills too. That's crazy. To me. So like like I think Spike put a lot of that money in for Sting to come in mm-hmm. like Dudley at the time. Yeah. When he was making Spike like Dudley. <laughs> yeah, Spike Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> that Spend, internet, spending his WWE money on internet on internet Sting. billionaire DraftKings.com specialist Spike Dudley <laughs> made all of his money. I saw a hell of a botch on I, he Instagram. He was sponsored by FullTiltPoker.com for a long really? time. No, really? Right. No. I'm making all of that up. <laughs> nope. Not real. I don't know. Not it's true. the internet. Not it real. could be real. It could be. You know. What were you saying, Larry? No, I just I was saying I saw a really nasty botch with him on Instagram. Hmm. Uh, I can't remember who it was. There was it Super Indy Six? No, it because was, it that was, was pretty Sma- rough. It was on SmackDown, and uh, oh, wow. he was teaming with Hurricane Helms, and um, I don't remember who uh, they were going against, but uh, they basically picked him up and power bombed him through a table uh, over the rope. Oh, so the APA? No, Spike. close. Uh, but they missed the table, and the back of his yeah. head clipped the edge oh. of it. As, it was pretty nasty, as per usual for Spike Dudley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got awesome bombed too I many times. Mighty Molly. Oh, he's mm-hmm. his Man, brain's mush. Poor guy. He used to be a teacher. As Mighty Molly. <laughs> What's that, Poppy? I miss Mighty Molly as Mighty Molly. Yeah, yeah. Now she's, she's training with. I think she's a trainer with uh, uh, Ken Anderson School. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's helping so. out over there, bringing yeah. it full circle. Where's he training at? Oh, it's Minnesota, right? Was it Minnesota? Yeah, that was Minnesota. He and uh, Davari. Yeah. Okay. Older Davari, yeah. I think younger Davari was supposed to be part of it before he got signed for 205 Live. Mm-hmm. So, yep. All right. Uh, what else we got here in our round around the indies? Um, uh, we, with, Larry and I have been enjoying the Access show for New Japan. <laughs> yes. It's been amazing. And I've, I just got sold on Hangman Page this week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Between his performance on uh, what was the what was a wrestling Dukadu Dogadu? I don't know. I don't, even, I don't know. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was his match one. against Kenny Omega, and also his performance on this week's being the elite. I have to catch up on being uh, the being the elite. There's a murder mystery that happened, and they had a memorial for Joey Ryan. It's not really a mystery. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I didn't watch. I didn't watch like what 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 happened. I just like I know that Joey Ryan's dead. And and Pentagon killed him, didn't he? At a memorial, is the Pentagon killed him? Didn't he do that on Lucha? That was on Lucha. Are we? Are we? Are we not? Is Lucha now like canon with being the elite? (laughs) I'm so so. confused. No, Joey Ryan's still alive in Lucha. He handcuffed himself to the ropes for the thing, and he's still there. I feel like there's a good being the elite spinoff if you if um, Breeze and Fandango would just get the release. Yeah, like those guys doing that type of stuff on Mm -hmm. the internet would get. Way more, and so sad that they haven't since they went over to Raw. Yeah, yeah. 
Like it's just, it seems and like they a, have three hours. You would think they'd be able to get more of that shit in. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, we have to have about uh, 45 minutes of Roman Reigns in two matches. I, I didn't watch it. Yeah. No. Yeah, but, but, that near did I. I was busy. I missed, I, I missed the. I, I skipped the bad hour and a half. I was all, busy apparently. watching that Sting versus Vampiro uh, human torch <laughs> match. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's, it's not as bad as you think it is because you think it's like. A, a complete disaster, and it's just just a disaster. You know, I love so so. I put this segment together with things for people who to watch as alternatives to yeah. WWE Raw, basically. Yeah. For people that bitch all the time about WWE Raw and what the main product is, sure. And then <laughs> you you are adding to it by just going to throw back horrible WCW era. Yeah, it's really good. Which is, which so, is awesome. Like if you want to if you want to see a train wreck, you don't have to tune in for three hours. Here's what I'm gonna say: night. if you think Monday Night Raw is bad. Mm-hmm. Wait Go years. watch Nitro. <laughs> Go watch 2000s Nitro. They were trying to do three hours. Three. So, so we just need, we need to wait 20 years yeah. and then come back and watch these Because people like that's true too. That's the other thing is people were like, oh, Raw is really bad. It was really better like X, Y, and Z. And I was like, they gave birth to a hand. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Raw was never good. No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't exactly classical theater. But who saw that coming? At least it was a surprise. <laughs> It's that swerve, brother. <laughs> Worked yourself into a shoot. But even even something like that, even watching the Impact Wrestling we were talking about earlier. Oh, like, it was never I, good. I mean, I, but, but that match was fun to watch. Sure. Between Jeff Hardy and it was scary Anderson. It was watch. also a little scary. Some of those bumps, there was some headshots. That's that the thing. Like, like, TV programs are not good. They're no. really bad. And then every once in a while, you get a really fantastic match. Like uh, even like that, like the really bad Raw era of like that 2004, 2005 Raws when they're just like, mm. and what is going on? You get that like those uh, Triple H and Shelton Benjamins or like these really great matches that you remember for, you know, 15, 18 years. Yeah. And you go like, wow, I remember that match on Raw or I remember that match on SmackDown. But like on a whole, the show has always been bad. Mm. Go oh, back and watch. It, it's tough. Um, I wasn't. I, I think Eamon was watching like the old Attitude Era yeah. Raws. They're bad because because that. he's when he he. I mean, he's what twenty two now, right? Mm-hmm. So he did not get to experience that. Like he was like sixteen when he started listening to this show, right? So that is, I'm you know not in his ear. So he goes back to it and just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Why were you guys crazy about this stuff? Right? It was Austin Rock. Mostly. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I mean, there was Rock. personality. Like, because uh, I've been watching. I have been watching a lot of WCW two thousand. And like, uh, I don't know if you got that clear or not. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, randomly, like, randomly, my girlfriend was just like watching it because she hates wrestling. And she goes, uh, oh, geez, how does that work? Oh, geez. It works great. It works oh, fantastic. Geez. Trouble at home. And she goes, uh, <laughs> she just, she was watching. And she goes, does everyone have a catchphrase? And I was like, yes. Oh, and yeah. if you didn't get the, get their catchphrase, you were fucking pissed. If I didn't get Conan's nine minute, uh, Jigga what segment in 2000 or his like whole like uh, let me speak on this like you were like man Conan didn't do his fucking shit and it's like he wrestled for 20 minutes yeah, against psychosis you know like, I didn't want any of that they're burying Conan man he yeah. didn't get his rant in <laughs> if he didn't get his like DX had an entire rant like DX had an entire like four minute opening mm-hmm. to their 10 minute promo and doing mm-hmm. cast Austin had his fucking whole fucking spiel he had to do Rock had a whole spiel he had to do everyone Ends had a thing talking somewhere like everyone like can you like if you think of a wrestler from that era you remember a t-shirt that had a catchphrase or a Mm -hmm. catchphrase that they have like even ken shamrock had like i'm not like don't make me snap 
Yeah. Like, this everyone had something, except Mark Henry. No one bought his merchandise. That's a shame. Because, like, really, let me give you a, hand. Bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of pasty wrestling fans with a sexual chocolate t-shirt seems really awkward. I know. Yeah. What year was sexual one. chocolate? Yeah. That was... 2000-ish? 99? Which, no. which was first, sexual chocolate or uh, mad fat chick thriller Mike Awesome? <laughs> Oh, sexual chocolate. Oh, sexual chocolate first. Sexual chocolate was first. Yeah, I think so. Fat you killer was. danced on top of the bus and like. Oh, that seventies guy, Mike yeah, Awesome. That seventies yeah, guy. guy, Mike Awesome. Mike yeah. Awesome went through three gimmicks of career killer, <laughs> the fat chick lover, and then just he was a reject from the Parker awesome. family. Yeah, yeah. And almost killed Insane Clown Posse on top of oh, the bus. Man. Yeah. Oh man, Shaggy Tudo dropping yeah. a ride on his head. Oh. I he would, deserved uh, it. I wish it would have took. Shaggy Tudo, uh, uh, one of the top two members of ICP of all time. Are. Top two members? Yeah, I think Shaggy Tudo said the top two members of ICP of all time. Yeah, uh, it's, it's 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 like mm. him and Vampiro. They're yeah. right up there. <laughs> <laughs> For those that I'm going to see at the gathering of the Juggalos in a few weeks, I just wanted to point out that uh, the opinions of someone on the Mayhem Show do not reflect all of us. Whoop here. whoop. <laughs> As a long-time juggalo myself. That was easy. <laughs> 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 I had to hit the button there. Boy. Oh, boy. All right, I'm going to bring us around. Uh, we're just going to skip the... the Sorry, don't bring sandwich. a format next time I, I no, come on the show. Nope, 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 nope. But, hey, this is all... Listen, this is all just a suggestion, okay? <laughs> this is all just a guideline in case we run out of things to say. It happens sometimes. Am I allowed to edit the notes? Not that I expected it here. Now? Yes. Next um, time, just write I, Marcus in big letters. I, no, no, no. That's what I. That's what I do when we when we book J Rock. Um. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I've done. Com- I've easiest, done commentary with J Rock. Easiest interviews ever. Yeah. Um, hey uh, J Rock, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, J Rock. I love J Rock. Uh, but anyways. Um, want to give a shout out to our, our boy Brandon. He's uh, out there. Well, you remember we were doing a run for him for the Special Olympics, um, and which if you watch wrestling lately, you know what the Special Olympics are thanks to WWE. So it was pretty cool that that all kind of came together. And and also cool because he's out there and he submitted this picture to the group. Uh, I don't know if you can see it too much. I can do a zoom in there. But there is a uh, uh, hanging out there. There's Charlotte, Stephanie, and Mark Henry. Speaking of sexual chocolate, hey, yeah. hey now, uh, hey. So uh, uh, Brandon's out there hanging out uh, in Seattle uh, for that, and it was cool to see that there's a wrestling presence out there for him. Uh, so he feels right at home uh, out there. So uh, good luck with you. I hope you're having a, a good time out there. It looks like you're from the pictures I've been seeing on Facebook, and uh, hoping for a full report there of how you did. Um, too. So also probably why he's not in the chat room right now because he's always in the chat room. All right, guys. Why if did you look, whisper that. No, I <laughs> because it's a secret, producer Larry. Um, <laughs> there's another soundboard clip. Sure. Uh, Mayhem Advertising. If you're looking for a great advertising option that won't break the bank, advertise with us here on the Mayhem Show. For more uh, inf- details on our plans, please contact info at sorgatronmedia.com today. Not just wrestling. We have technology. We have ge- many forms of geekery here across the Sorgatron Media Obviously. Network and some other things around pro wrestling. There are some fun opportunities, too. If you want more information on that, again, info at sorgatronmedia.com. Producer Larry does not get that. That will be Producer Missy when she gets back from California. So... Uh, and uh, we're going to have a big question of some sort after this, and uh, we're going to get to Marcus Mann's big announcement for Rise Wrestling with a Y. It's not the air conditioning. That's already out of the bag. All right? That's That's very important in indie wrestling. But we'll be right back after this. 
Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Oh, Jake Garrett's <laughs> or no dishwasher is Jake's answer. Oh. Well, you fucked up Jake's joke. Uh, I, I don't want to take credit for it. That was easy. <laughs> Bobby, you hit your quarter. No. Yes. I have more easy buttons to mm-hmm. give. It's mm-hmm. not in the notes, Bobby. It's not in the notes. Sorg soundboard. What if, it, what if it's urgent? Sorry, we don't have time. Yeah, we don't have time for that because we are back. It's Wrestling Mayhem Show. Bobby FG Town with his easy button. Riz is out there, but I haven't heard from. Wait, is Riz still out there? No, Riz, Riz had to leave. First. Oh, Riz left. Riz said, yeah. "I'm out." When did Riz leave? Jeez. Well, oh no. <laughs> was, was that Bobby? He had something going on. Oh, okay. All right. So Riz plays games. We'll give him a plug anyway, since he was here for for a minute at least. What's Riz playing? Producer Larry. Uh, Riz playing. Weird uh, Detroit some becoming oh, human. Oh, becoming human? Yeah, I haven't got into that yet. Oh, I got that. I'm jealous. Yeah, right. yeah. I don't know. It was really awkward. Yeah, I heard uh, it's not a lot of gameplay. It's yeah. a lot of story. It's a lot like, of story. More like Telltale style. Than... Telltale in a 3D world. Yeah. LA, a lot LA of noir. really heavy kind of. Yeah. It's basically heavy rain. Was right? the new, yeah. Was the new LA in the war good? I played the first one. and It's I got, basically like, the same game. Like my brother's been playing it. I thought I it was so. like, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's just a port. I don't know what yeah. podcast this is Sorg. anymore. But, up, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Camera. Producer Larry is here. Yep. Put me in line. Yep. We got uh, Andrew in the background hanging out. You having fun back there? Always. Yeah. He talks. He's lying. He spoke. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't have a sign, so he has to speak. Without the aid of a sign, we did it. Yay! Another one. Another one breaks through. It's a Christmas miracle. (laughs) Marcus Mann with us. With this, how's your uh, lime marita? Where's the camera again? It's uh, you're this one right. (laughs) Oh hey, hey, there it is. What's up, guys? Um, No, things are going well. Matt, what? What's going on? (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Professional wrestler and podcaster. The Reaper, Matt Card. Hi, Jack Pollock. (laughs) Check us out on a uh, Wrestling with Death. Coming to a podcast near you. Set height. Set height. (laughs) What do you want us to talk about? Greg Kinnear movies? That's probably what we're going to talk about. Yeah, there you go. There you go. (laughs) As good as it gets, that's a decent one. Oh. Right? I want to do a whole podcast on As Good As Gets. Oh, there's the next episode. We should do do an audio commentary to to, uh, As Good As Gets. Man, we should. We haven't done one of those in a while. (laughs) Anyways, it is time for the big question. Uh, I thank you everybody for joining us in the chat room. A pretty uh, good crowd out there tonight. Um, so what's up, everybody? Did you did you did, did Jake Garrett like pop up because you you said I saw his, Jake his pop in joke badly? Oh, probably earlier. I, I like butchered I butchered his joke. Somebody told him, and he's uh, gonna he's gonna go home and break an axe. <laughs> yep, he's the axe murderer. Yes, he is. He murders he axes. Yes, how he keeps getting away with it, I have no clue. Who else is in here? <laughs> Uh, we got Duke Davis. We Duke's got uh, in there. Lee Moriarty just popped in. Hello. Ooh, How's the Lee. frown going, Lee? Hey, Lee. Ooh. How's your neck? Huh? <laughs> How's your neck? How you doing? <laughs> yeah. And so right. you got a big match with him just this uh, su- Saturday. Yeah. Any- yeah. I'll see. Yeah. 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 Rise wrestling with a Y. Oh no. Your uh, Iron Man match, thirty minute Iron Man match with uh, Tony Johnson, also yeah. on IndieWrestling.us. Yeah, you can go Rise watch wrestling. that. Yep. You got 30 what's minutes? the what's the uh, what's the, what's the price point on per match on that? 
per match. We don't have a per you, do you, match. Do you, do you do a per or do you just do the whole show? No, we have a whole show. A whole show, you can digital download and stream that now to the Vimeo app. If you have the Vimeo app on your device, you can purchase that for $7.99. All the right, well, that Rise show, and we're, we're putting the back catalog up on that new system now. Mm-hmm. We just rolled over. haven't even emailed a lot of people about it yet. And you can rent it for 2 or three ninety nine. I think three ninety nine. Three ninety nine for rental? That's a 72-hour rental usually. And, uh, and again, streaming to... Uh, anywhere you can get a Vimeo video, uh, you can stream that to any device that you have. I will say that Matt's match against Tony, the half-hour Iron Man match, and I'll say if you, like, that's a show to, to buy or rent because um, how often do you get a half-hour match on the Indies? Mm-hmm. It's very rare that you actually get a full okay, half-hour match. That's what's probably about. How, long, how often do you get a half-hour match you want to watch on the Indies? Yes. Is, I think, the proper question. Correct. That's and fair. for half an hour, him and Tony told an amazing story mm-hmm. and, and one of my favorite matches that I've got to see. Uh, I actually did commentary for it because I wanted to watch it and do commentary and like be involved in it because it was such a good match. Um, that is a show to watch. Uh, very rarely do you get to see great half hour match wrestling and mm-hmm. so like i would tell people that's one to go see uh, alex is uh, asking out there in california when are you guys are doing eye pay-per-view um can we say it's in the works it's a technology issue we're figuring out right now yes with the venue like the venue so our venue is old mm-hmm. um it it is a a hole in that <laughs> it's a very nice hole with air conditioning though it's got great yes. circulation no no it's, yes. it's actually a nice building but when yeah. i say a hole i mean like there's really, really hard to get any sort of ser- like yeah. cell service or yeah. Wi-Fi yeah. or that type of yeah. element into it, and we're working on that, and yeah. that's something that's coming in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're we're getting there. We're putting all the pieces in place. We've been testing some stuff. If you if you see on our Facebook for indie wrestling, yeah. so and and ideally, I'm trying to find solutions for everybody's situation. Yeah. And there's only out of out of everything that we work with in the Pittsburgh area, there is one building I know we could do an eye pay per view. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not rice. Yeah. Yet. No, I know. Yet, but it, it, yeah. and we do we put our money into air conditioning instead of broadband. Yeah, and exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. Let's get the fans there showing up, and then we'll work out the fans that want to join us from California. And we'll, you know, it's and a, we'll it's, get it's there. there. I think um, I think technology has left indie wrestling behind a little bit Absolutely. in most areas. Yes. Uh, I think Pittsburgh is catching up. And and quickly, I, I want to be clear on my side. I'm not going to do an eye pay per view on a cell signal. Agreed. Because if you're going to pay money for something, I want to make sure, like, we have done everything in our power to make sure you're going to get a reliable signal and not mm-hmm. low band or anything like that. Uh, so it's kind of a dedication to quality because if you, if we if we gave it to you today, it will probably not work and you won't be happy. Yeah. Yeah. So. I would agree with that. And, and our product is at a point right now where... Um, I think everyone involved with it is in a, in a really <laughs> proud moment and really good with it. Yeah. I think getting it out there will be great. Absolutely. But I don't, uh, your first impression with us should be the perfect impression. Exactly. And then that's available. I mean, we did have the digital downloads, we have clips and everything. Yeah. So it's helping to get things out there yeah. like that. And yeah. a, lot, a lot of people looking at a lot of matches, especially women's matches, of course, is really hot on the internet right now. Uh, with uh, some great talent that's happening there. Intergenter, which is also. We're one of the rare amazing. places that's. We're, we need to do more of it, and I, that's mm. a commitment I got to make. Um, it, it's I like that it happens casually. Yeah, you know what I mean. We got another one coming up the show with yeah. um, Keith Hot and Honey Badger versus mm-hmm. Main Event, um, and like it, it, Honey Badger's just in there, man. It's She's not. Just, yeah, it's not an attraction. It's a we're doing the Indie Mayhem show now. I know, but it's not an attraction. <laughs> it's just these are the people on the roster. Yeah. And it makes sense for these people to have a match together. That's what it is. So, and that's I think what it should be in that kind of situation. We're but try- anyways, we're trying to get there. 
We'll talk more Rise Wrestling here. Yes. Not only Mayhem show coming up, recording after this. If you're joining it's us on tease, the live stream. It's a tease, brother. It's a tease, brother. But first, I mean, you've you've inspired me with a lot of this discussion, the really bad 2000 WCW that we've been talking about for the last hour. Uh, so I don't want to start with Marcus. Because I think we know where we're going, and I hope he has a different answer for this. I'll make one up if I don't. Uh, sure. Um, but we all like, I think all of us here, for the most part, enjoy some bad wrestling. Yeah. I see a lot of nonsense <laughs> there. So so I'm thinking, what is your guilty pleasure wrestling to watch? Not something, it's not going to be in New Japan. It's not going to be something Kalucha Underground or something like that. Something that's like, man, this is some really weird and kind of stupid stuff. I But I can't get enough of it. Like, do you have that kind of guilty pleasure wrestling watch in you? I don't have a regular thing I go to. Like... I don't. I my time is so limited and precious. Or is it? Thing. Is it? Is it a thing? A moment? Something like that? A, if we're going to a specific moment or match, Hogan and Sean. Oh. <laughs> from SummerSlam. God, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. So good. It's so good. Sean <laughs> does not give a fuck about that match, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. The, even like the promos leading up to it, where Sean is doing like the CNN thing, where he's like doing a fake hogan yeah oh my god that stuff is so good yeah uh man that's a really good call yeah man, yeah it's good yeah. that's know. awesome other than i don't know other than that you don't drink though yeah i don't drink i think bad I, have to, wrestling, I have to take this shit in sober yeah bad wrestling is better when you drink yeah mm-hmm. like bad wrestling is is better okay when you've been drinking Bad wrestling is better than good wrestling. Says the guy with the Lamarita. I just want to point out, just for context, and, and just not leave out any straight straight edge folks out there. But, no, uh, but it, 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 it is like when you've had uh, too much to drink and you watch a really good match, you can't really concentrate on it. But you can really concentrate on some bad shit when you've been drinking. Mm-hmm. Like that's a go-to. Uh, for, that's why we're gonna have Swim, to try this next Monday. That's why Adult Swim did so well. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, like when our friends hang out, there's a and I won't I won't name names because that's that's bush league and I won't do that. But there's a fair amount from our careers of mm-hmm. being like around because we've been you've been around what eight years mm-hmm. I've been six or seven guys we know they've been around longer. We've compiled like a DVD collection of like shows that we were on like when we were younger that aren't very good because mm. you're just cutting your teeth and stuff. Yeah. And so like going back and watching those things of like that's also kind of fun to watch like those really bad shows where you're like, man, who thought this was a good idea? That That is um because we did we filmed the thing uh, for the Zach Allen documentary where mm-hmm. it was I think it was him and Truth Martini watching Zach's first match. Yeah. And in more sad, like his last match before he went into rehab. Okay. So like, you know, kind of for a different thing, but still like some pretty horrible showings. Right. Yeah. So, you know, but a little bit of that flavor to that. Yeah. And I, I enjoy bad wrestling. Uh, I mean, trust me, I love good wrestling. And when I drink, I love, there's certain matches that I go to that are really good that I like watching. Um, Like if I'm, if I'm hammered, I love uh, Brock Lesnar and Rock from SummerSlam 2002. Yeah, because Rock was really kind of overreacting a little bit or something. But too, it's just right? like it's just so good. 
Yeah, and I and the same ma- same pay per view, the uh, Triple H and Sean mm, Sean's comeback fight. match, that Street Fight yeah. match. Like if I'm mm-hmm. like if I'm like plastered, I'm like I want to put that on. But also at the same time, like when I'm drinking, again WCW is that it's it's like it's like just, <laughs> it's just it's like a fine wine with cheap liquor. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Uh, and not even like the Russo era stuff. Like you can find some Bischoff era like '98 stuff. That's some like... of the early '90s. Like I noticed this like early '90s. Yeah, WCW has so much good wrestling, but then they'll like they'll have a storyline around it just gets weird. Like mask guy attacks. Uh, Ric Flair dresses a woman. Like stuff like that. If, right. If you want to watch, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, that one's amazing. If you want to watch bad wrestling and you have the WWE Network, uh, any year of WCW uncensored. Mm-hmm. They're all bad. They got a super gimmicky. Yeah, you know, or wife, wife, or go for a World War Three or something. Yeah, one yeah. of my favorite uncensored. I hope we're matches, not taking anybody's answer. One of my favorite uncensored matches is Johnny B. Bad versus Arn Anderson, wrestler mm-hmm. versus boxer. And so Johnny B. Bad's got like the boxing gloves on, and he's a because he was a gold gloves boxer. Mm-hmm. And Arn Anderson is you know the you know technical wrestler guy, mm-hmm. but like you keep the only like. But Johnny B. Bad's a wrestler. <laughs> like, he's also a... Re- it wasn't Arn Anderson versus uh, Evander Holyfield. Mm-hmm. It was Johnny B. Bad, who was also trained as a professional wrestler. It's no Butterbean Bart Gun, Which is also amazing. <laughs> In the right light. Leave Bart Gun out of this. Yeah, yeah. We've had a whole thing about Bart Gun. Have I... And I'm, I hope I don't give this away. Um, because no one's going to do it. Because who's watching? Um, Wait a minute. <laughs> one of my favorite things is um, uh, a dream of uh, Marion Fontaine is to get Billy and Bart Gunn together to do the smoking guns one last time because they've never teamed outside of WWE. In old wrestling? Yeah. Yes. And Fontaine is like, wants to do it really bad. And he told me that. And I was like, that's brilliant. They've never teamed outside of WWE together. Mm hmm. Bart Gunn's an electrician in Florida now. He's the one you got to get. Bart Gunn's the guy so, you got to convince. Mm-hmm. Billy Gunn will do it. Yeah. And he'll be really upset, but he'll be there. <laughs> you work Billy Gunn. Yeah. He's he's an interesting character. He's He he, he comes in waves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> waves of what? You got to catch him on a good one, man. Yeah. You got to. Because oh, if you don't. Kind of like, like Angry Ray Mysterio a couple months ago. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I've never seen such a tiny man that nobody wanted to talk to because he looks so pissed. <laughs> it's weird because, like, because we, like we've done remix or you've done, uh, you know, Night of Superstars, mm-hmm, and you've done mm-hmm. your fair show of like ASW down in um, Madison, Madison, West, Virgi- West Virginia. It's very mm-hmm. close to Kentucky, but it's West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like ASW brings in a lot of legends and names mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's really weird because like you'll do a show or you'll meet a guy and you're like, he's a fucking dick. And then you'll meet him like three months later at another show. And you're like, what the hell? Why were you so mad that day? Mm-hmm. Like just if the hotel was fucked up and or something yeah. you don't realize. Yeah. They're just a son of a bitch. Uh, that happened at like, not that he was rude. And, then, and that's, and it qualify like the Ray Mysterio thing. Like he had a bad time getting there. Yeah. Like he yeah. had a lot of shit that happened to him. Right. Yeah. So, you know, nothing against Ray Mysterio, but no. it was just, sometimes I knew, happens. I knew I was not getting my 619 Wrestling Mayhem <laughs> show out of him that day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like yeah. we were at Remix and like, um, something, I, something happened to, uh, Bully Ray because he was not in the mood. Mm-hmm. Like he was just in the corner of like, I'm not in the mood. And like, 
there was like a bunch of young guys on that show because I think wasn't Zach doing the young guy thing that time. There's a I can't remember. There's a bunch of young guys that were like, "We're not going. Oh, over, we're not going over to Bully Ray to shake his hand." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like we're not yeah. going over there. He looks pissed. Mm-hmm. Like he looks mm-hmm. like if you go up and like, "Excuse me, Mr. Ray," they're gonna punch you in the face. Like he was just like <laughs> seething for some reason, uh, and then did his match and it was great. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Me, did, his job. Yeah. did his job and like because uh, he worked with Jock and Jock mm-hmm. was like awesome. He was awesome. He talked to me. We were great. Mm-hmm. But like some on the way there. He might, I don't know if he got pulled over by a cop. I don't know what happened, but he was not in a mood when he got there. And you're like, I'm just going to leave you alone yeah, and not yeah. talk to you. I, it's a, like Billy Gunn's one of those guys, though. Yeah. I, I've, I can count on both hands how many times I've run into guys who just, whether it's a b- bad travel day, but honestly, I think you can tell the difference between a bad travel day and someone yeah. who's just a son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's like honky tonk man's a son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, fuck or, him. <laughs> well, to be to be fair, he is cool, cocky, and bad. Yeah, yeah. It is in, it is in the theme song, so I mean, it's not like you weren't. Well, they love piece of should shit I, out of should it. Should I tell the Crystal Russo honky tonk man story? <laughs> oh please, <laughs> we're going so off big question. I don't think no, I care he, anymore. He's got to tell this fucking yeah, story. Yeah, he got so, it now. All right, this is back in like the PWX era when I was there. I love how Matt just goes his phone because he knows how the story's going to go. I know how this goes. Um, so <laughs> I know how this ends. Uh, Honky's working uh, like a convention or something. And so like uh, Peter X convinces him, like, why don't you come in and do the show? And he's like, okay, great. And so like, first of all, they come in, like we were doing TV at the time. So they asked Honky to do like a promo like uh, for TV of like, hey, man, can you just say like, you know, check us out? You know, one of those generic things, one of those like uh, things. And he's like, all right, yeah, I can do that. Where the fuck am I? <laughs> and someone goes uh pwx and he goes not the fucking ap abc cd wise what fucking town is it motherfucker and someone goes mckeesport and he goes where the fuck is that and quinn uh, god love just goes it's fucking pittsburgh and he was like <laughs> oh okay like okay i can do that does his promo and they go okay here's what we're gonna do it's gonna be a spot like um chris god love him i love chris to death one of my good friends Chris is going to cut this promo, and then they go, Honky, you need to shit on Honky Tonk Man. Honky's going to come out, bash him with guitar. Hit him over the head with guitar. Great. And then uh, Honky goes, like, I can't hit him. He's like, why? And he's like, I can't hit him with the guitar. We find out later that Honky's on a Legends contract, so he can't hit anyone with the guitar, because if he fucking breaks Chris's neck, he can sue WWE and all sorts of stuff. So, like, Honky can't do anything like that. He's like, so I can't do it. So he's feuding with this dude at the time. Um, we'll say his name. Yeah, uh, go ahead. He's uh, not in the business Jason anymore. Cage. He's feuding with Jason Cage. Doesn't matter. So you uh, do the thing. You punch Honky. Jason will come out and hit Chris with a guitar. And Chris, like, God love him, goes like, hey, man, when you hit me with a guitar, just be careful. Um, tomorrow is my uh, like grandmother's funeral. I got to go to my grandmother's funeral. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. no problem. I feel like I've heard the same story with a wedding the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So, no problem. Bing, bang, boom. Jason grabs the guitar and he swings it. Instead of coming like straight down with it, he kind of comes from the side. <laughs> and it hits Chris on the side of the face. And, and the guitar shatters like wood and like slices Chris's eye, basically, like open. Ow. And. Chris comes like, I'm talking of a fraction of an inch between, like, losing an eye. Like, it's bad. He goes right down. Blood goes right down. 
And God, was, I wish he was on the show next week instead uh, of last week. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> backstage, Honky has walked backstage, and good old Jack Pollock is backstage watching the monitor, and Honky saunters right up and goes, Whew, that boy don't know how to swing a fucking guitar. <laughs> 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 and I'll live with that forever. <laughs> Well, I don't think we can follow any more big question with that. You got a guilty <laughs> pleasure over there, Bobby FJ Town. Um, I was just going to say uh, Jake the Snake versus Rick the Monomarteau blindfold match. Oh, yes. Oh, hey, good. good. Hold on a second. I mean, that a, holds up. Hold on that a second. Hold, hold on a fucking <laughs> second. Wait one goddamn minute. When did you develop this accent? <laughs> I'm going to get real fucking mad. <laughs> That's that Jock Sampson, man. That's that Jock Sampson coming out in me, <laughs> motherfucker. Listen here, motherfucker. <laughs> no. I was look, promised that... I wasn't going to get bullied this week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Look. That, while that match, logically, yeah, it's not a five-star classic. You try going out there and make a, a, it's not a story star. That, a story that makes sense mm-hmm. with blindfolds on. Yeah. If you watch that match back, if you don't try to make it fucking Okada Omega, <laughs> yeah. it's an entertaining match. Like, because you are yes. with them the whole time wanting Jake to get a hold the of Mark. The crowd was into it. Okay, okay can I change it to I was into Kendall it. From hell? You don't, yeah. <laughs> Kendall from Hell is very fucking funny. Kendall from Hell is awful. I'll, it's I'll, funny, I'll accept dude. that. It's funny. Uh, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> there's some really good, like, uh, Attitude Era stuff, like the Big Show uh, boss man stuff. Uh, where uh, Big Show like is dragging Bossman's casket mm-hmm. and shows like no like jumps on it. Yeah. That stuff's pretty yeah. good. I, I listened recently to the Big Boss Man episodes of Something to Wrestle with, where yeah. they're talking about when they filmed that oh, and yeah. how how there were actual this. funerals going on because yeah. usually yeah. they've used that funeral, but usually like nighttime Undertaker stuff, right? Right. Yeah. And they didn't apparently clear that there was not funerals happening during that. Mm-hmm. So they basically had one take. Uh, yeah. And it was great. It was, yeah. It was oh, absolutely. Of all time. Larry, what about you? What's your guilty pleasure? Shit, anything with James Ellsworth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> talk about a guy who sh- who's also rude at shows. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He stole Missy's pen. Yep, yep. Stole that. Son of a bitch. There's a feud there I now. I got him water one time. I heard a story that he... I, not, honestly, I'll tell you, I don't understand why he's back. Because I heard a story that he, like, motherfucked Road Dog really bad. Really? Yeah. But, like, on his last like leg and that was one of the big reasons they let him go is because he motherfucked road dog and you just don't do that mm-hmm. um so i'm very curious of like how long this is gonna last or if this is like it's just a per appearance thing or mm-hmm. what's going on with him I imagine because he's doing like a lot of intergender wrestling stuff and everything out there like he was yeah you know, he's oh, making money a lot yeah. of us were around that dude before he got signed yeah and he was a motherfucker then <laughs> so when we call him a motherfucker now it's not because he's successful it's because he's a motherfucker matt knows better than i i didn't i didn't know the dude that well i ran i ran across him a lot down in southern yeah, west yeah. virginia sure when i was breaking in motherfucker yeah <laughs> matt's shooting wow <laughs> wow <laughs> That that accent came out, and that's, now my that's that Jock Sampson shoot. Jock and I were trained by the same person, so we have a lot of our trainer in us. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> and yeah. that's why we got the explicit tag. Oh man, from the chat room, what's up? Duke Davis likes some ECW. Uh, you know what? Yeah, some of it's some of that some of that uh, some, extreme TV is look, rough some, to go back to. Some of it does not hold up. No. no, 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 at all. Like we 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 see our rise and fall of WCW. They show us the good stuff, but they don't 
like, like there was some there's some like, bad TV. indie wrestling bullshit mm. on there. Oh, we've talked about before. Yeah. Like, well, people will go like, you know, these these fucking young kids today, motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, fucking super kicks and power bombs in the first five Why seconds. Why don't you try a fucking headlock? And then you watch fucking um, uh, Eddie Guerrero and Dean and uh, Dean Malenko start a match off with three power bombs in the first two minutes. You go, <laughs> yeah. Like, the fuck are you guys doing? You, want, you, want, you wonder where all those power bombs WCW came from. It's mm-hmm. it's from the, it's from that. We did a WCW pay per view in like I think it was like a ninety seven one or like one of the good ones ninety six ninety seven mm-hmm. and like one of the undercard spectacular talk cruiserweight guys and we did like a power bomb counter mm-hmm. and there was like thirteen power bombs on a show. It was a Jericho <laughs> match too. Yeah, it was Jericho and. Ben Wall? Maybe. And then, like, Conan did, like, a couple of yeah, them. Nash geez. had, like, a bunch, obviously. Right. But, like, like those WCW were, like, those that generation of guys shits on the Young Bucks and shits on guys. Like, oh, they're just flippy-dippy and they don't know how to fucking work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you, like, starting the match with uh, slap, slap, shoot off, bump, uh, shoot off, uh, push up, power bomb, get up, DD. You're like, what are you guys doing? Like, there's some really bizarre Malenko, Guerrero, Benoit. Frog, Duck 2, Tombstone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of that weird ECW, like, that ECW 94 shit. Yeah. That, like, today you look back and you go, like, what the fucking psychology is this? I want to get through the rest of the chat room here. There's some good stuff here. Good. Uh, Jake Gary says, RWA Graveyard Match. I've not seen that one. Uh-huh. Who was in that? Uh, I don't know. I it's, it's not in my collection. I haven't. I, so I it, it happened before 2010. Apparently, I don't know okay. the grave. Jake, let us know what the graveyard match. And if it is. exists out there, because I just watched uh, Vampiro and Demons uh, <laughs> graveyard match, and it's <laughs> oh, kiss demon stuff. That's yeah, yeah. Um, uh, also, uh, Alex Cars misses uh, five dollar wrestling, and his, I don't his guilty pleasure. Yeah. This has been coming up a lot lately. Is Wrestling Society X. Let's, uh, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. let's fucking backtrack the $5 wrestling for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Connard's on the podcast, guys. <laughs> Matt Connard <laughs> is on the fucking podcast. <laughs> I was never a fan of it, and I honestly don't see there's any justifying it. Yeah. You're, you're glorifying yeah. and basically validating anyone who buys a ring and puts it in their backyard and thinks what they're doing is okay. It's not. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm a big supporter of Cabana. Mm-hmm. Like, I like what he does. I like his style. I like his uh, DIY, you know, success. But I just don't see how he can validate that. Yeah, it's just it's not okay. Yeah, uh, there was like I felt the same way about like in a different way too about like the the, the era of like the trash bag wrestlers. Mm. There was a lot of like that trash bag wrestlers Facebook where they would post like pictures of like backyarders and stuff like that to embarrass them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like. I mean, to a fair point, they were, like, kind of, like, going after some guys. But then, like, just guys out of context. It, like, like, Keith Hot was on there, like, Headless, more than once. You Headless know, like, Horsemen were on there. Were you guys? Mm-hmm. For what? Were you wearing jeans or something for a street no. fight? No. It was it was yeah. our first picture. It was Brian Cross with yeah. his black man. It was me and my mask, Gory and Ron. Like, See? just grasping at fucking straws. See, and that's the thing. is, that, And everyone kind of shits on them because they think, like, all these guys are backyards. Like, I saw, like, I saw Keith on it. Like, uh, Beastman was on it, too. And it's like, Jeez, dude, Wes is no. good. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, See, it's shit like he, that. He, he st- well, well, you know, talking with him, he, I think he started as a backyard. Yeah. I mean, everyone thing. did. We, we talked about there that. There were a couple yeah. people who yeah. did, but he he cared enough and still cares enough to write himself. Yeah. Like, Wes is yeah. so much better than Wes when is, I met Wes is a fucking Wes is, yeah. Wes is great right now. Yeah, we're talking Beastman, Bulldozer. Yes. You know, whatever it's fu- he's had 12 names. Yeah. All of them have had on there. <laughs> Bottom line is he's good. Yes. Yeah. You know what? And that's the thing is like those type of guys like, uh, 
I think Keith was the one that really like you. You tack Keith hot, you tack the world, man. Like, yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't, yeah. Fuck, you don't like yeah, Keith yeah. hot. Fuck you. Yeah, and, and they like shit on Keith, and it was like this is like the anti shoot. <laughs> nah, man. Like, anti shoot, shoot. Like it was and that bothered me, but like, like five dollar wrestling and trash bag and stuff that was like that went after bad wrestling, and I get the idea of like let's expose it, let's make it so that people know that it's bad and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, it was like what's it what's it doing and like i i changed mentalities a lot and i've we've talked about this before like like meeting brutal bob and those types mm-hmm, of guys that mm-hmm. are like hey man that negative shit isn't selling a goddamn ticket it's not mm-hmm. helping the business in any sort mm-hmm. of way what helps it is like you know being more positive putting out a product or finding products you like and like and like circling back a little bit to like people complaining about raw and how raw isn't as good as it is and what there's other products to watch man if you like Lucha Underground, watch Lucha Underground. There's always other I deleted things. my WWE app and got New Japan World instead. Yeah, if that's what you like, then that's what you like, and that's well, what you should do. Which, by the way, and this isn't an attack at you. This is just bringing me to another point. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know. Um, anybody who complains about the current product does not mean you do not have to own the network. Do you know how much... When I was 10 years old, I would want access to that much history, yeah. mm-hmm. that much wrestling. Mm-hmm. I would have done anything oh, yeah. to be able to do that. And yet you sit there and complain about the product. There's a whole network they produce to watch anything from the past yep. within reason that you want to. Yeah. So if you don't want to watch the current product, go back and watch well, old stuff. And they just put out like the Hidden Gems collection too. Mm-hmm. Of like, hey man, mm-hmm. there's some good stuff on there. I just watched Regal and Ambrose oh, from shit. FCW. Yeah. Such yeah, a yeah, good yeah. match. Yeah. Yeah. There's a hidden one with Ono and Rollins on there. And, like, and, and so many, so many, like, um, I forget which one was it, AWA that had the thrill seekers with like, yeah. you know, Landstorm and Chris Jericho and old Cornette Smoky stuff. Ma- Smoky Mountain. Smoky Mountain. Smoky Thank Mountain. you. Yeah. I, I was watching a bunch of them at, at the mm-hmm. time when they first came up. And, and it's just, there's, there's so much of that. If you're a fan of wrestling in general and want to see kind of where things came from, you know, I mean, that's it's it's you the perfect place. You have swerved to watch too, and you have swerved. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's my guilty pleasure. There is swerved, actually. Yeah. You know, but I'll say, like, yeah, if you don't like the product, if you don't like watching Raws on Monday night, you don't have to. No, man. no, absolutely not. And, and plenty, you, plenty that choose not to. And like here's the Larry. thing. If you don't want to watch Raw and you still mm. want to watch the pay-per-view, they'll show you a highlight package, man. Oh, yeah. They'll get you catch you're, up. You, you're, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> During the show. That, that's what you did before the network. Yeah. That's right. That's you, watch, right. you watch the... What, uh, happened, what happened at WrestleMania last night? Yeah. I couldn't afford the pay-per-view. You don't, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch, Let's watch Raw and see yeah. little clips. No, that's now, now I, can, I can afford WWE Network and I can't afford the package to watch USA Network. <laughs> 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 that's how it is these days. Let's be honest. How many of you you guys are out there yeah. core cutters you're yeah. just like am i really gonna drop 40 bucks a month just to watch raw yeah. fuck no no yeah. fuck no and that's were you guys were you guys tv guide channel kids that would watch like the wwe access pre-show no. before like i didn't know it so yeah. like tv guide channel would play like a half hour before the show like a like a pre-show thing yeah, yeah with all the and, they, and they would hype up the show the you know, there's plenty of people yeah. there's plenty of people that watch that watch wrestlemania once a year, and that's it, and that's all I need. I, you know what's crazy is like uh, uh, my ex girlfriend who like does not like wrestling. I had a weird thing of dating girls that don't like wrestling, but my ex girlfriend, yeah, my ex girlfriend. Uh, I'm watching WrestleMania this year, and she's texting me all of a sudden, and she's like, "Ronda Rousey's fucking amazing." <laughs> and See? I was like, "What's going there on?" Go. She's like, "I'm watching WrestleMania." And she's texting mm. me because she knows I'm in wrestling, and she's like, "I'm watching it," and Ronda Rousey. She's like, "She's so fucking good." She's the best fucking wrestler I've ever seen. I'm like, Triple H put all this together. Let's give, him, <laughs> let's give him some credit. She's like, he picked him up. I'm like, he jumped. 
<laughs> but like to those casual fans and those people, like she's like she watched WrestleMania because mm-hmm. of fucking Ronda Rousey. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. All right, you want to get through the rest of this? Uh, Dave Ponder says celebrity death match. Duke also says okay. USWA Studio Wrestling circa fake Razor and Diesel. Oh, <laughs> oh long ramp WCW also says Duke. Uh, Alex Miller says Gilly Pleasure is Cena versus RVD at one man stand, one night stand for that crowd. Holy shit! Yes. Okay. Uh, graveyard, graveyard match was a total yardage fest, says Matt uh, Tressler. Uh, don't remember who exactly, but it includes uh, McMoney, Wraith, Demonic, Piv, and others. Ooh, uh, Piv! Uh, don't know if it's on video, says Jake, but it's uh, the greatest match in the history of professional wrestling. Piv was in that? <laughs> Apparently Piv was a part oh, of that. Oh, man. Uh, somebody said they were hoping Jake and Mad Mike were going to uh, do a run, and Mad Mike, the local wrestler, probably not our yes. Mad Mike, uh, the- which we've already gone over that in the past, so there you go. Alright, well, I want to get to your announcement here, ah, but first yes. of all, let's give a shout out to our friends that support this show, OccupyProWrestling.com. And uh, whoop, whoop, whoop. There's what the site looks like. You see, they support us. They got some great stuff, including Shakar and 15 podcasts. Great Alex Carr has actually joined me uh, recently on the uh, uh, Bora Moldova uh, episode of Indie Mayhem show last week to get some, some Chikara know how in there since I'm not entirely up on it. So thank you for the support there. But hey, pro wrestling is a wild and crazy art form, and pro- Occupy Pro Wrestling is here to uh, look at what makes it fun, featuring articles, blogs, podcasts. And uh, that brings you interviews with fellow fans. Occupy Pro Wrestling is putting the smart back in smart mark. Check out OccupyProWrestling.com. And it's also Power, the number two, Smarks on Twitter. So thank you to them for supporting the mayhem and other fine shows here on the Sorgatron Media Network. It's time, Marcus, man. So oh. we've been teasing this, this, this announcement for a bit. I know. I'm very excited for this. I've been, te- I've been teasing your tease to other people, too. Have you? On the download, too. And okay. say, hey, guys, you might want to tune in Tuesday, because this is going to be... That's why we have a crowd. This is exciting. That's why we have a crowd. Look at them over there. <laughs> Record-breaking attendance in the studio. <laughs> They're hanging from the rafters. They're sold out. <laughs> Capacity sold. crowd. Well, I think that is true, because I think you're only allowed like three people in here. Yeah, we never got the fire marshal <laughs> occupancy. We don't really have an occupancy permit, so... <laughs> I don't really just... It has air conditioning. Uh, there right. you go. That makes it all right. better. It has air conditioning. Uh, Anyways, Marcus, with the, should I still be plugging Lime Marita in this? <laughs> no, I'm done. It's done. All right. The Lime Marita has gone to Jeff all right. Jarrett. All right. <laughs> That's the announcement. Lime Marita is now sponsoring Rise of the Oh, yeah, dude, don't, only. don't, don't, don't break like my heart. The Mold- <laughs> you're like the Moldova's uh, uh, sponsorship. Moldova? 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 If I can get a beer sponsorship. You might be able. You might be able to get icy light. There you go. I would love that. You have no idea. There you go. Um, Reach out some people. (laughs) So, um, how do we want to do this? What do you think is the best way? Just fucking tell us. Just fucking tell us. Okay, rise wrestling. First of all, can you just give me a short summary of Rise Wrestling? So here's the so thing. So far, you yeah. are you. What, what do you do with Rise Wrestling? Yeah. Why is it important? So, Why the hell is Matt here? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what everyone's asking. Hey now, hey now, hey. and there's uh, your answer. Hey. So no, Matt. Like anyway. So like one of the things I want to talk about is um, when I came into I came into Rise around um, September October of uh, last year in 2017. And one of the reasons I came in was because of Brandon and what Brandon brought. Now, Rise is, uh, for those who are outside the area or don't know, we're a local company um, that kind of 
broke off in a way of Brandon Kay, who's been a, a longtime legend in the area, wrestled for almost 20 years. He um, started his own promotion and brought me in uh, late, later in the run to try and um, uh, do some things that he couldn't do. Uh, and one of the things, I, one of the reasons I came was because the mission statement of Rise was um, giving the young guys of the area an opportunity. Um, and so when I first started, there was like this uh, roster of really young guys that Rise had brought in that I was really, really excited about. Um, these guys like uh, Lee Moriarty, uh, Lewis, uh, David Lawless, uh, Christian Noir. Um, am, I, am I missing anyone, Matt? Phoenix. Sean Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dalton Throttle to a certain extent because he was coming back from injury. Right. Um, and then the guys Brandon was training at the time. There was like this really great pool of young guys. Honey Badger. Mm -hmm. um, there was this really great pool of young men and women that we had saw around the area. And they weren't getting like their opportunities. Uh, Pittsburgh had become a very click-oriented area for every company. And they're all just kind of floating. And so this was the opportunity for these young people to kind of find an outlet. And what happened by the time I came in and I started taking over as um, Sonny Vice, another one. Oh, yes. Sonny Vice. Sonny. Um, when I kind of took over and when I came in, I was giving an opportunity to guys that um, you know were maybe a couple year veterans or they were young. And it was like, hey, man, this is going to be your time. So Matt would be one of those guys. Derek Direction is another one of those guys. These guys that weren't getting the opportunities. And this was our brand. This is what we were going to do. Um, and, and I don't want to use the term unfortunately, but what unfortunately happened is they all became stars very quick. Uh, Lee Moriarty is a top of the card guy. Lee Moriarty could break out at any moment. David Lawless went from uh, underrated – dude having some good matches to one of the better promos in the area. Mm -hmm. uh, Lewis went from uh, underdog to one of the most popular baby faces that we have. Matt went from, you know, veteran in his, in his way to main event caliber. And so like these types of people broke out. And so like the original mission statement of rise was like, we're here to give the younger people an opportunity. We're here to give people that haven't had that shot an opportunity. Um, and so talking to Brandon and talking to Matt and Doe and Jake and these types of guys that this is what we really wanted to do, we realized that um, my inbox was getting full quick of young people who want an opportunity. So starting probably sometime this fall, uh, we don't have an exact date yet, but sometime this fall, uh, Rise is going to start offering a new brand. Uh, and that brand is going to be running uh, predominantly on uh, Sundays. Um, and it's going to be time of day we're still working with. Mm -hmm. We might actually work around the football schedule. So <laughs> That's probably smart. So like, yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. a 1 o'clock game, we probably run it at 4 o'clock. You know, let's just have the game on the big screen you in know? there before or after <laughs> with uh, proper permission <laughs> so from the NFL. We're working this and time. air conditioning. And air conditioning. <laughs> We're, yeah. we're, we're kind of working the uh, the timeout, but we're uh, debuting a new brand, um, and it's going to be predominantly men and women. Uh, we're looking about three years in the business or younger is mm -hmm. what we're really looking for, mm -hmm. um, and we're calling that brand Uprise. Uh, and what Uprise is going to be is an opportunity for people um, that are uh, young in their first couple years. They're green. They're looking for good matches. And what we're going to give them is a place to work 
a place to learn, a place to develop their characters. And what everyone on Uprise is going to be competing for is an opportunity uh, to uh, make their way to the main Rise roster. Um, so everyone on Uprise is going to be uh, people that are working against each other. Uh, and eventually, um, uh, we haven't decided what is the, the protocol yet. We're still working that out. We mm-hmm. got a couple months to work this out. Um, but uh, the idea is once you uh, have the ability, um, you, will ver- you will face a randomly selected member of the Rise main roster. And if you can win that match, you will win your way onto our main Saturday shows. Um, and so this is for us, um, especially for, for Matt and I, cause we talk a lot about this and Matt's going to be heavily involved in uh, helping. That's why I'm here. Sorg. Oh, <laughs> Matt's going to be helping a lot with this because, um, uh, this has been a passion of yours for a very, very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, coming from, uh, you came from West Virginia and I'll, t- I'll just tell Matt's story cause you know, we don't want to hear he, from him. He could tell better than me. Matt, you know, coming from West Virginia, eight years, uh, Matt came to Pittsburgh as a guy who came to a bigger place for an opportunity and, and you know, came from a small town to Pittsburgh of like, this is the b where I'm going to make my mark. And it's taken you a couple tries to find that and to find that, find that place. And I think he's a good ambassador and a good kind of way of, of taking these kind of young kids under and being like, this is what you got to do. This is what we're going to do to help. And we've had... Uh, it's crazy that we have kind of leaked this out to some of the guys mm-hmm. and the immediate response we've got back. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, is we thought this was going to be a, a harder process of like, how are we going to find young guys? Mm-hmm. You know, how, what training schools can we hit up? Where can we go? And all of a sudden my inbox f- filled with veterans, guys that are working regularly. How do I help? I'll work someone. Who do you, who could I help? Mm-hmm. Hey, this I know this guy. This guy's really good, and I'm getting messages from you know the the Chris Larusos of the world, the Derek Directions, the Jock Sampsons, these types of guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I saw this guy on an independent show. He's got something. He needs something. Can you help him? Mm-hmm. The immediate response that we've got has been overwhelming. It's been crazy. Um, and so when I and I, I think I, I posted this on social media, and this is very very true with me. Um, it was a very uh, poignant analogy because I'm I'm a really really good person and a really smart person. Um, <laughs> Put yourself over. I know. And I said the line is, is uh, I've never been impre- impressed with a vase. I've always been more impressed with a lump of clay. And Uprise is going to be that lump of clay. Wow. Um, a lot of people are going to see guys that are um, not fully formed yet, mm-hmm. um, but get ready for the journey. Um, and I'm really, really excited of what we can produce out of that. Um, and every single person we talk to has been, you know, super excited about this. Yeah. I get, I still get up at least three or four times a week from kids I've talked to about this being like, Hey, do you have a date yet? I really want to be a part of this. Don't like, they don't want to be left out of it. And that's kind of the whole reason we did this is because so many of them are being left out of so many opportunities, not just here, but elsewhere. Like yeah. I still go back to West Virginia a lot for work. I go to Ohio and I see a lot of young kids with a lot of potential that cannot break out of what I would call their, their home base. Yeah. They're very comfortable in their home base, but they have no means to go out 
and show anyone else what they have and get any sort of opportunities elsewhere. Yeah, and, and the entire goal of the product as well is to bring in guys from these other areas and and to make connections. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're from, you know, uh, you know, lower West Virginia. Mm. Okay, you know, when are you going to meet a kid who was trained in Cleveland or a kid who's trained in Philly or a kid who's trained – you know, uh, you know, in upper New York or these types of places, uh, you know, Erie has a good, uh, base of people. Philly has a great base of people. Indiana is starting to come into its own. Um, you know, these types of kids that are like, Hey man, I just want to work. I want to make connections. Okay. We're going to be the hub. We're going to be the place where if you're three years and under, if you're struggling, if you're looking for work, um, and this comes from, and again, a, a slight, you know, kind of a mentor of mine, uh, brutal Bob has taught me that of, you know, um, pay it forward in a way. And this actually, and, and, and I'll give credit where credit is due. Like this started a long time ago with me and a, and a passion I had when I worked for PWX and PWX was doing a future show idea. And this was like, and it was those types of guys. It was Sonny was on the first show and Derek was on those shows mm-hmm. and those types of guys. Derek Direction. Yeah, Derek yeah. Direction and, and, Sonny those, and Sonny Vice and these types of guys that were on those types of shows that I was like, man, that kid's got something. That kid's got something. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't work out. And I remember uh, talking to Quinn about it and he was like, man, this is, I really want this to work. I really want mm-hmm. this to work. And I've always kind of held that. And I thought like that's what Rise is going to be. Right. And then I get there and like those kids were so good. Yeah. Like they were all so like amazingly um, uh, and I'll put them at like Duke and Gary as well. I was mm-hmm. like, man, Duke and Gary are the next thing. And then I show up and I'm like, oh, no, they are the thing. Mm-hmm. Like it changed fast. Like they're not the next uh, big things. They're... Gannon, right? Oh, Gannon. Gannon. Sorry. I'm sorry. Gannon, Gannon Jones, uh, the main Gannon event. Gannon Jones Jr. For those... Sorry. Sorry. Just translating for people that are not in the Pittsburgh area yes. and, and don't know some of these names and make sure you know our West Coasters and everybody yes. else kind of get them. But and I know they, t- they're keeping an eye here. Those types of guys, when I talk mm-hmm. about them. I was like, oh, you're going to be the next thing. And then they show up and they are the thing. Awesome. Crowds are behind them. And it's like, and then that's me and my attitude and our attitude is mm-hmm. like, well, who's the next thing? So I want to get deeper into this. Uh, I yes. know we've been talking about IndieWrestling.us uh, being involved with helping getting this out too. So in some fashion, uh, this will be uh, out there and we're kind of working out the, yeah. the details there. But uh, again, I heard the idea and said, count me in. <laughs> we'll uh, we're coming in and it kind of it kind of goes in with some stuff that we were trying to do on our end too yeah. uh so it kind of fits in a lot of stuff and just kind of showing off some opportunities the, other, the other thing i want to announce as well is um and uh, we are reorganizing the company in a little bit of a, a different direction as well mm-hmm. in that um we are forming a kind of board of directors um so brandon is going to be still our owner and uh, chief of our board but we're kind of adding a few more people to the area and into the board uh one of them is obviously myself who's going to be a board director of talent and things like that so Mm -hmm. i'm still going to have that role uh jake garrett is uh uh, adding into like security officiating that type of realm and then we're going to add um, a good friend of the show uh patreon's uh, member billy johnson uh billy is going to uh add a element as a director of uh, fan involvement and fan direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we really think that rise has lacked and what we've kind of felt is that um, while we have a really great creative group and we have a really great group in place, um, we don't have that communication with fans as regularly because we're mm-hmm. very, very busy. Mm-hmm. So Billy has kind of had this filled this kind of gap of like being able to talk to fans and kind of figure out what they like, what they want to see and be able to get that feedback back to us. I've been, I've been joking. He's like the director of fun 
Yes. Or with her car or something like that. Right? And that's basically yeah. what, what, it is, what it is. Billy it's has good, become. Yeah. And so Billy's going to be at shows and you'll see him at intermission. You'll see him mm-hmm. before the shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's going to host tailgates. He's going to host mm-hmm. which, uh, which meet we and were, greets. I was showing off from uh, Black Diamond yeah. Wrestling. He's going to host that's amazing. meet and greets and yeah. these types of things. And so like if fans come to the shows and you want to get a message to us, Billy's a great guy to talk to. Hey, man, this is what I want to see. Yeah. These are the guys that I think are over and the guys that I want to see challenge for the title. And this is, and I want to point out, like, like this whole board director, like, this is, these are usually jobs that one, maybe two people usually do in a promotion. And they're usually pretty frazzled when you run into them at the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that's really smart to that delegation. I, I do, and we'll deep, we'll take a deep dive into this here in a little yes. bit for Indie Mayhem show. Keep our teases alive here. Yes, uh, but uh, we're very excited. We're for gonna this. have a break between, right? All right. <laughs> we gotta get a water and their lime marita, whatever the case may be. There is a beer distributor. I don't know if it's still open up the street. Oh boy! Oh god, that was not okay. <laughs> oh, we'll fix that in post. <laughs> not ready for that. Matt's um, podcast name is "We'll Fix That in Post." Connored. Yeah, and I never do. <laughs> nope, I never do. Nope. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, but anyways, that other stuff. The thirty-minute Iron Man match with uh, Matt Connor and it's so Tony good. Johnson is on IndieWrestling.us, the latest Rise Wrestling mm-hmm. out there. That's on our new Vimeo uh, channel as well, and mm-hmm. the new technology. Go check that out. Some like, good stuff. And yeah. before I go, can I put over like that match particularly? Uh, Tony was so good in that match. Not, I'm, Matt was amazing. Trust me. Matt's wrestling for our title because he's that amazing in that match. Fine. Tony lost the match and he put on such a good show that this Saturday we're doing him and um, uh, the extremely cute wrestler Colin Delaney uh, as a match because Tony Johnson, uh, I will say this, if you don't know his name, if you haven't seen him yet, mm-hmm. go on IndieWrestling.us, find his stuff. This guy is fantastic mm-hmm. and he's going to work uh, Colin Delaney uh, this weekend uh, on Saturday, and I think it's going to be uh, it's going to challenge Matt and Lee for match of the night, and I think it's going to be it's going to be tight. Are I think he's going to have a better match. That I, night. I think I've already told Tony at a show probably months ago, but he is earmarked to be on the Indie Mayhem show oh, as well. We yes. We're going to have a conversation. You got to have that guy sure. on. He's fantastic. Sure. Yeah. So there you go. All right, Hagen, IndieWrestling.us. Go check that stuff out. I know everything's doing and say things are converting a little bit right now, but definitely for the better. We have some exciting stuff in the plans right now. Uh, that's all I got for that, for that one. Uh, let's see. What do we got going on now? Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out. Uh, coming up, I'm doing this backwards. Wait a minute. Wait, producer Larry. Yeah. Producer Larry, this isn't where this goes. He's or, playing Galico over there. Playing, what are you doing over there? <laughs> Come on, what are you doing over there? Larry. First night, producer. Larry, your mic's Tetris. off. Tetris sword. Tetris. <laughs> Larry, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? Oh fuck. Um, I don't know. Porter potties can save raw. <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. That's not proven oh, or tested. Wow. No, wow. I don't know. I think Science. Were, I think the ratings were higher for that segment than they were for the main event last I week. I think they were in the toilet. Oh no, they were definitely out hey of now. the toilet. Hey now. Hey oh. now. Bobby out of J Town, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? I learned that Dr. Shelby is back, and I couldn't be happier. He's really? Like, you like that? I love Dr. Shelby. I don't care if it's Bailey or, or Dana Bryan and Kane, Bailey and Sasha. It, it's, Dr. Shelby is one of the, my favorite characters in wrestling. Too bad Harold didn't come back. Too bad he's busy with some tag team in Ra- uh, our Ring of Honor. What's that? He's in, so- he's in SoCal. He's in SoCal. Doing things uncensored. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Matt Connor. The Reaper. What'd you learn from wrestling this week? You know, 
I've learned that people just do things for money. <laughs> yeah? Are we still talking about wrestling? That's just really sad. Oh. I'll let Wayne's World quote did not land. <laughs> at all. Um, I don't know. The Ellsworth is a motherfucker. <laughs> like, I didn't learn shit. You didn't watch much. I didn't watch much, but I didn't learn. You know what? Just to strike that. Out, strike that. Reverse, reverse it. it. Um, wow. Uh, I watched one current thing. Leo Rush's debut. Okay. It was very mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. Uh, I can't speak for him, but Pollock and yeah. Graham worked with him and Velveteen Dream in their first match, I believe. Yeah. In a tag match. Hmm. And I don't know. Even then, you could see something in those kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. you tell they loved it and i haven't always agreed with everything he's he's done on the indies but i think he's gonna make a splash up there at 205 mm-hmm. like just his debut in general like he's it's good i learned that leo rush is gonna be fine <laughs> that's what i learned this week gotcha cool you, marcus as long marcus. as he stays off twitter yeah um <clears throat> boo no clown hey hi what's going on hi everybody <laughs> Uh, friends out the window we're talking yeah. i learned uh two things one air conditioning is the most important thing to have it at a wrestling event yeah yeah yep. um yeah. that's one i almost puked under the ring set sunday <laughs> oh my god um what else did i learn i didn't watch anything this week uh you know what i learned and, yeah, well, and, it can and, be something you learn from indie wrestling no i le- you know what i've been again i've been listening to a ton of uh eric bischoff's podcast the a3 mm-hmm. weeks um, I'm, I'm fascinated by Bischoff, but one of the things I learned, uh, cause I listened to the, um, Goldberg Hogan episode is that, uh, quarter hour, hour ratings are complete bullshit and you should never pay attention to them and shut the fuck up about them. Ratings reports are dumb. They don't mean anything. Stop. Stop. You like anyone can go on and find ratings and, and like, I've known this for a very long time. No one in TV uses Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> stop it stop yeah, everyone yeah. who like i see on my timeline being like oh the ratings for raw are down two points and you're like no they're not shut the fuck up it doesn't matter so i'm learning that like i will say this if you want to learn the inside business of professional wrestling eric bischoff explains it incredibly well mm-hmm. i mean he breaks it down to uh, a corporate level that i've never heard uh duke davis and i text all the time about eight three weeks um, just to get it, we love getting into the nitty gritty of like, this is why we were thinking this way and this is why it moved. And it, it gives you kind of a, an explanation because I think everyone from their couch thinks that they can book better than Vince McMahon. Yeah. And, and, and as far as the ratings, everybody read the, the death of WCW book, which yes. was like a book about the ratings of WCW. Yeah, like and, there were a lot of numbers in that book. Yeah, right. And, so they think, Oh, this is how wrestling works. This ratings and, and this, because we always talk about, it. we watch the Monday night wars and it doesn't not, and yeah. specifically not anymore. Um, so I, like, I will say this, listen to Bischoff's podcast. It is a really good, just subscribed. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. a really good deep dive into how the business of professional wrestling works. And as someone who has made the transition from guy in front of the camera to guy behind the camera, Mm -hmm. I'm learning every single week more and more of that stuff about like, Oh, none of that mattered. Okay, great. Fantastic. Awesome. I was way more concerned about that than I should have been. They've been only been around for a couple months. So it's kind of a good catch up time, huh? Yes. No, 
It's a fun lesson. It's a really yeah. good lesson. I mean, there's a couple that are really long. Like the, I think the Jericho one is like three hours long. Yeah, a lot of these are around two and hours. And they did a follow-up one on Jericho's about it. So he did a that whole is. show on a rebuttal. No ticky, no laundry. No ticky, no laundry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I, I think that's... You'll, you'll figure it out. Sorry. I'm learning it. I'm learning more about the business side of it, and I think it's more fascinating than anything else. Wow. Uh, from the chat room, Alex Carr has learned that Rise with an I... Is still doing great things for women's wrestling, and hopefully we'll continue to do so after this weekend show in Naperville, Illinois. Did something happen with them recently? Like, I thought there was, like, a downturn or something. What's this? Rise? Rise with an I. Yeah. So, um, sorry, I'm, I'm Shirley Doe is texting me, and I love you, Shirley Doe. I love, love him. I love you, Doe. Uh, He'll be here in two days. I love that dude. Yeah. Well, like, I think he's here. I don't know. It might be revived. I didn't confirm. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? He'll um, be, he'll be his, 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 his spirit will be here. Kevin Harvey? Mm-hmm. Uh, had yeah. posted a long thing about how uh, Rise with an I, uh, who's a f- fantastic company, by the way, and and I, I think worth everyone's support. Um, way, and Jesse, Jesse, the Mark, Jesse the Mark does art for both Rise with a Y and, and Rise, Rise with, with an, an I, I to further the confusion. <laughs> he and, does. Trust me, Jesse sends me the wrong stuff sometimes. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. Jesse's fantastic. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know we booked those people. Um Rise with an eye and, and Kevin Harvey had posted a thing that um, they're very, very close to closing the doors. Wow. Um, the ticket sales haven't been as good at certain events. And he's been like, I, I follow him on Twitter. and He's been very much like, you know, pleased to be doing this and the great, yeah. great team we got and da, 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 da. He, he posted a very long article. Um, I'm really popping my peas right now. Sorry. Um, I yelled in the mic. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, they, they've had a couple issues of, um, uh, ticket or areas where tickets would usually sell out quickly, they're getting to the gate and still not having sold out. It, it, for some reason, the support just hasn't been there. Uh, people aren't doing the seminars as much that they should have, especially when you got Scott Demore and Gail Kim mm-hmm. and Impact people working in these uh, seminars. Uh, just the support hasn't been there for Rise. Um, and it's, it's been very shocking to me actually, um, because they put on a really good product and we've had people that work for rise with a Y who have attended their seminars and talk about how great they are. How much better they they got. They they kicked off this like latest phase with the program and everything here in Pittsburgh with IWC. Mm -hmm. And we, and we pushed our people to like, you got to do these seminars. These are fantastic works. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, I will say this. If you support women's wrestling specifically, because that's what Rise is, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of good women's wrestling companies out there. Rise is a shot, a, uh, kind of an offshoot of Shimmer, mm-hmm. um, and Stardom is doing fantastic stuff too. But Rise with an I is much like Rise with a Y in that the goal was young women that aren't the Kelly Kleins or big names that are Ring of Honor. Those types of people. They're trying to find those next women's wrestlers and support them. Delilah Doom has been a fantastic example mm-hmm. of that. Um, and so if you're supporting the next generation of women and they're coming to your town, buy a ticket, buy their DVDs. Um, I, I would tell you they are doing fantastic stuff. And if you're an indie wrestling supporter, you should be supporting everything that you can. And I, I get it. Everyone has few a few amount of dollars in their bank account i can't right, ask you to buy tickets right. to my show and my t-shirts and my dvds and well, also i have this, i have this conversation with so many people yeah. like some maybe in this audience that go to almost every wrestling show in the greater power area i, I totally and, get yeah. that but if you can spend uh, a couple bucks on a digital download or something like that to help mm-hmm. support 
um, and, and and support some of these people, especially like a company like that that's doing fantastic work at finding the next yeah. women and training them. Um, it, it, it was kind of sad when I read it. I was really, really sad when I read it mm-hmm. because especially for Kevin, who's a really nice guy. I haven't got to meet him, but we've uh, briefly I heard nothing but good things. Briefly about interacted him. socially yeah. On, yeah. on social media. Um, he's a very, very nice guy. He has a very passion for that project. And I understand the passion that he has for his project because I have it in the same vein for my projects um, to feel kind of like, I don't know where, I don't know what's next. I don't know what we're going to do, guys. Um, and he said, I think they maybe only have two shows left in the can before it's, you know, it, it might expire. Mm. Um, so if you think the product is good, don't let it expire is what I would tell you. Go, for it, go, go subscribe to that. Go do whatever you need. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And that's, that's and, the way this not, works, man. And it's not hard. They, again, do the subscription thing over there on a pivot share. This is a platform we looked at for it, a little bit and it didn't fit us, but. And they do have phenomenal. Some good, good stuff over there's, there. And they do have, um. National Town on there, Britt Baker's yeah. on there, and yeah. Ray yeah. Lynn's on there, yeah. and Karen Q's on there, and mm-hmm. Chelsea Green, and there's there's women that are making national names for themselves and doing that type of stuff um, that have worked Ring of Honor, that have worked NXT, that have worked and, these types and of And friends of the show are on there, a lot of people from the area, from Rise, IWC, part of that as well. Absolutely. So, so yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I, would, I would encourage people, if women's wrestling is your thing, and, and that's just something that you want to support, you know, those guys are doing great work. There you go. All right, go check that out. Um, I come on the show and just make people buy things. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, this is all an infomercial for which we don't get paid for. Uh, uh, Wheels learned that uh, he'll have a busy weekend between wrestling and the fire department. Bingo. Mm. Uh, of course, RWA also having a show if you're uh, closer to the West, uh, West Newton area. RWAalive.com for more information on that. We'll have a presence there, of course, with IndieWrestling.us. Alex Miller learned that a doll doesn't need a string to speak. Talking about Lucha Underground. Yeah, that was creepy. That was creepy. That was creepy. Um, and let's see if I got anything else in here. Um, I learned, geez, what the hell did I learn? I experienced some wrestling this week. I learned, I, I didn't get to it earlier. Uh, I'm now officially a fan of Hangman Page because he's a, he's a ridiculous parkour nut. Uh, as I learned in his Omega, his match with Omega. And I don't that, think what he does constitutes parkour. It looked insane. Okay, <laughs> he did like a roundabout off of the off of the uh, uh, outside the rails. It's and just, just dangerous. Just did a flip <laughs> bounce thing that I think happens in video games in Devil May Cry uh, uh, to 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 Omega. So, and you just don't see that side of him between that and like I said, I think I was saying earlier his acting ability and the uh, being the elite this week. He's pretty, uh, he's improved a lot. Yes, holy crap! So, hey, what'd you learn back there? Step up to the mic. Go go join Larry. Larry, go go put the mic on him. <laughs> Larry McFeely. There you go. What did I learn? There um, you go. What'd you learn? I was reminded that there's a lot of guys in this area. Those that were maybe mentioned even earlier that um, not only um, love what they do and they're really good at it, but they're extremely passionate mm-hmm. and um, they are putting a lot into their craft. Um, one that I just recently had a conversation with, Sean Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, fantastic dude who's putting himself out there everywhere. Recently wrestled in Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. And he's everywhere that he can he can go. He's using his frequent flyer miles on Facebook and traveling there. And um, But just putting so much into uh, his different um, gimmicks and stuff like that and watching the evolution of mm-hmm. not only him, but just a lot of the younger guys in the area, which... I'm glad that I was here for the announcement because that's that's what it is for me, watching some of these younger guys find themselves um, and seeing it click. 
So to, to have an opportunity to be able to be a part of that as a fan and see those evolutions and to see these younger guys get those opportunities that they might not get in even just this area, but like you said, different places. It, it's going to be exciting, and, and what Pittsburgh has to offer is – hands down some of the best stuff i've i've seen awesome hey plug your social media while you're there and a, a nice nice shirt plug on the video for magnum ck there watch magnum fly <laughs> he's probably one of the best wrestlers uh that that i've seen just he, he put on a six second match which changed the way that i viewed in <laughs> yeah. um, had a good discussion he, with he him is, on the on he's video. a fantastic uh wrestler fantastic guy uh social media um i i just do ridiculous stuff but if you want to follow uh papa bear hustling on instagram and Andrew Denard on Facebook. There you go. Thanks for joining Thanks, us Andrew. here, man. All right. Uh, and uh, Larry, where are you on the uh, social medias? You actually have stuff to plug now. You can find me at darkforgestudios.co. You need any uh, specialized fabrication, scenic design, or uh, props. Or maybe an Iron Man suit. We're still or maybe ne- an Iron we're Man negotiating suit. We'll an Iron Man that. suit we'll for see. awesome cast. We'll see. There you go. Right. Mac on Scott Canard. Reaper. Who's that guy? Reaper, where can they find you? Uh, you can find Tall Gory. Basically, anywhere, any sort of social media you can think of, you can get me at Reaper Matt C. Um, you can get some t shirts, prowrestlingtees.com slash Matt Connard. I have 10 now. Um, so you got a wide variety to choose from. Mm-hmm. And uh, go subscribe to Wrestling with Death on iTunes, um, rate, review, subscribe. I've got the whole last season on there, and I'm banking some uh, episodes for the new season. So just be patient. There you go. I'm working on that. And, of course, Rise Wrestling, Remix Pro Wrestling, support support indie wrestling. I mean, there's a ton of it in this area and outside of it. Just go out to a show. There you go. So, Marcus Mann, online. Uh, At... Marcus Mann, two N's, uh, M-A-N-N, uh, B-H-S is where you'll find me on Twitter. Um, you'll find me at the Markman 6 with one N on Instagram. It's so confusing. I know. I'm very confusing. <laughs> um, and then uh, my Instagram started as like a personal one that turned into a like business one. I was like, ah, we're just doing this now. Uh, and then Facebook, uh, at, you can find me at Marcus Mann on Facebook. And then rise underscore wrestling is where you'll find any of the stuff that we're doing facebook uh twitter instagram um we're probably going to start a snapchat even though none of us want to do it Mm. (laughs) um but that's where you'll find our videos find our stuff uh please share it love it um whatever the heart emoji is that you need to put on it Uh, i don't know what the what the what's the instagram is that a like yeah like is it a a like like. that's a like like. it's heart it's favorite Yeah. yeah It's a like. Do everything you can. Um, Get it out there. And uh, support. And, and I, I say this all the time. Like, so I just spent, what, 20 minutes putting over my entire locker room? Yeah. Um, real quick before I go, Jesse the Mark, who does our uh, fantastic posters. Mm. Uh, uh, Damian Lynch, who takes our photos. Um, you guys here who do our video work. Um, wrestling companies are nothing without their support staff. Um, the people that take photos, the people who do video, the people who make our posters, uh, make the company better. They are the face of the company more than our wrestlers are. Um, support those guys. Um, so if you're looking for t- photography, hit up Damien. He is fantastic. At D Lynch Media, uh, ha- hit up a uh, at Jesse the Mark for posters, things like that. 
Um, those guys will take your uh, wrestling company from uh, a guys that do good wrestling, uh, the best shows in the world that no one can see, to things that people pay attention to. I will always put my support staff over as well. Those guys are fantastic. We have one of the best teams in that respect. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll put those guys over here. And then find me at Remix as well with Matt. Um, Remix is one of the uh, premier companies in the tri-state area. They put on fantastic shows. They got one coming up in September on uh, the 15th that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, they're already starting to promote some stuff. Um, Remix is a super show if you can make it out. Uh, fantastic to be a part of. So I'll put all of those guys over. There you go. Bobby F.J. Town, follow that up. At Bobby FJ Good job. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, check out uh, Lisa. We're going to have, uh, I believe, this Thursday at 5 p.m. Shirley Doe will be joining us with Mad Mike for Impact Therapy 2. Yeah. We'll be recording for that week off we're going to have here at the end of the month because I'm going to be in Philadelphia, oddly, not doing something related Why? to wrestling. What? Why? Because producer Missy is speaking at Podcast Movement. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's Good why. setup, Bobby. Wow. Um, but uh, in the meantime, next week we have scheduled, uh, we're going to have a fellow from uh, Joel from uh, Phil Singer Games because uh, Galacticon 2018 is coming to Elizabeth, PA, and they're going to be involved with that incredibly. That It's getting bigger all the time, IWC show, Threat Level Midnight. That's going to have Bruce Pritchard there, so you can ask him questions about his podcast. I'm sure Conrad will be around too. Uh, make it a wrestling weekend because uh, pay per views in town. That make it help. Make it a wrestling weekend every weekend. Just updated PittsburghWrestling.com with all the dates for Rise. I believe that have been announced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Updated. I know there's some movements in IWC. Um, everything else I can think of. Black Diamond Wrestling is on there for the road trip shows. We're gonna be adding more dates too. And so. you're gonna be adding more. Oh, obviously yeah. the Uprise dates and everything like that. So yeah. we'll be getting. We got some more Saturday shows. We'll probably have, like we're gonna add probably like some um, what's it called. High school shows and things like that too. So keep paying attention to that calendar because we're yep. gonna be announcing stuff. Yep, yep. My my card is full uh, for video production <laughs> with these Dance guys. That's for sure. Full. What's that? Dance cards full. Dance cards full, guys. Um, and <laughs> also keep an eye out on the Mayhem show. We're gonna have a longer conversation about what's going on with Rise lately with these guys too here. Uh, if we can stay up here to do it. Uh, thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Wait, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.